I know. Well, it's all old school now, but <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> Let's just can we call a spade a spade? Like no matter what, no matter I, which one it is, either I'll tell one's you what, old though, school. Man, WWE, you know, they bought WCW, which you know they got the rights to NWO and all that stuff. Um, that is still that that classic black and white NWO T-shirt is still yeah, one man. of their biggest sellers. And oh, I'm sure, man. Anytime you watch Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-views, the camera's painted around the crowd, dude, you still see NWO <laughs> t-shirts. and Dude, that was such a huge moment. Dude, like, people in, still in, doing the for life, you know, when the oh, camera yeah, comes man. across, they're all like, yeah, <laughs> NWO. <laughs> like, dude, it was a moment in time, man. It was like, it was this weird kind of like everyone... In what was it, 1995, 1996, 1997? The NWO, like those yeah. Three the NWO years. was birthed in 1996. Yeah. Yeah. But those three, those like those mid 90s to like pushed into a little bit into the late 90s, but those mid 90s, dude, wrestling was the business. Well, you know, since WWE bought WCW in 02, late 01. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah late like 01, early 02. Yeah. They essentially have like, combined what they referred to as the attitude era like where yeah. you know wrestling literally was everywhere they, oh, yeah. they've essentially kind of absorbed uh wcw monday nitro and the nwo into that time frame right. of the attitude era which makes sense because even though they were two separate companies at the time there was a lot of that attitude, you know, with, you know, the NWO with the anti-establishment. It's like the bad guys are actually the good guys, you know, and yeah, 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 yeah dude, it was such a, a crazy, I mean, literally, I mean, you know, I'm still a wrestling fan today and I don't, sure, and I don't watch like, you can't watch all of it because like between, you know, like yeah. Raw is like three hours long. SmackDown is two hours long. Uh, and then you've got the WWE Network and there's always something on there. And then if you've got like the monthly pay-per-views on there, it's like you could literally spend every waking second of your free time watching wrestling. <laughs> Just getting into wrestling. Yeah. And then there's an independent promotion that I like to watch called Ring of Honor, which is really good. Uh, they kind of present them. me about that. Yeah. They kind of present that. themselves as like this... Uh, kind of a UFC type thing. Like before each match, like here's the tail of the tape, you know, and they give like each wrestler's weight and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And they've actually got a group in there um, called the bullet club, which is inspired by the old NWO. So they do like the two yeah. sweet with each other and stuff yeah. like that. So that's, that's a lot of fun, but that's cool. dude. Yeah. Wrestling in the, in the like late nineties, you know, dude, almost like into like Oh three Oh four was virtually literally everywhere and it was not unusual to like go to the grocery store and see someone wearing you know like an austin 316 t-shirt or oh, an yeah, nwo or a hollywood hogan or or the rock you know uh, degeneration x was another one as well too it just was it was a cash cow it was everywhere oh, yeah. oh, it was yeah. everywhere it was great yeah, man, it was fun. It was, you know, it was good times. And, you know, I will be a Hulkamaniac forever, brother. And, dude, when he would, like, went bad, you're like, <gasps> Hulk Hogan just not went the, bad guy. And he actually became more popular than he ever was, you know, with the, you know, <laughs> it's funny hearing his story because, like, he used shoe polish to make his beard black. Yeah. You know, but kept the, kept the blonde <laughs> up here. 
you know, the mustache and, was still blonde, but the yeah. rest of the beard was that weird jet black. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he with and that he, silky hair. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I get to see uh, underneath the bandana. I got to see Hogan one time live as uh, NWO Hogan, not the WWE version of NWO, yeah. but like WCW NWO. Okay. It, Nitro was live here in Phoenix. I want to say, I think it was October 98. And it was at, uh, um, it was then called America West Arena. It's now called yeah. the Akchin Pavilion Arena where the Phoenix Suns play. And uh, dude, it was, it was crazy because I think it was the first time Hogan had been to Phoenix. Oh man, I want to say something like, 10 years something like wow. that yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. wcw you know they toured uh, you know obviously like wwe does they would go from like city to city but they really kind of focused uh, a lot in the midwestern cities the southern cities they didn't really get over to the west coast that much so like yeah. phoenix you know la san francisco seattle portland uh they would go to vegas uh Probably, probably Vegas was the one they got the most, like west side of the country yeah. play. But um, hey, so on your on your mic, I'm just yeah. seeing it right now on the camera. Mm-hmm. The gain is up to like eleven. No, what? Do you mind eleven o'clock? Do you mind pulling that back? Because that's yeah. Oh, what do you need? Yeah, it? we need to pull it. It's like at nine o'clock. There you go. Yeah. Okay. It probably was when James was moving it around. So anyway, no worries. Yeah. So, you know, like the NWO comes out and it just, the place goes nuts. Dude, man, that's, well, yeah. It's oh yeah. Man. Yeah. Cause you know, he, if you remember, he had like his own NWO theme entrance music. Oh yeah, man. It was uh, voodoo child by Jimi uh-huh. Hendrix, yeah. you know? So it would start out. He'd air guitar in the middle. Yep, he would air guitar with the. Oh yeah, he wasn't wearing the boas at that point. The black and white boas just yet. Um, but yeah, because you know, like the regular, the like the other NWO members, it would just go like you know, new, new, new world order, and then you know, you know, and and but like his, you know, would just it would say new world order, and then it would just go to that Jimi Hendrix guitar riff, and the place just goes, you know. Oh yeah, freaking nuts! And he's supposed to be the <laughs> biggest heel in the company. You know, he's the bad yeah. guy, and yeah, and it's it is Hulk Hogan, man. I mean, people are just stoked, man. Still, people are just going to be stoked to see him. Yeah, yeah, it was good times, man. We had a lot of fun. That's that cool. was uh, Joanna and I went, and my mom and dad actually went with us. <laughs> they, they dude, go. yeah, we had a great time, man. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, man, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling 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 it's still real to me damn it <laughs> i just want to thank you for everything you put your bodies it, it's still real to me damn it <laughs> i'm i'm sorry but thank you for saying what had to be said <laughs> That's a good one. That's a true believer right there. Dude, we got to find that link and post it because that's just. I forgot where that Thank link Thank you for that's saying so what funny. had to be said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he is a dude. 
That guy is a true believer, man. And they still, believe it or not, man, they still exist. It it is. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, dude, it's, I mean, it's as real as you're throwing your body around. You know what I mean? And you, we've talked about this before and we're not going to here to beat a dead horse. No, we're not here to bore the reasonableness with pro wrestling talk. But again, those guys are still jumping off 20 foot, 10 foot, like heights onto this springboard which is not cushion you know what i mean they're not no jumping the on a mat bunch is of air yeah, mattresses the wrestling mat uh is not a trampoline um it's, it's springboard i mean they've got like plywood and there's it, it's springs plywood it, there, but, there, there is yeah. some spring to it but it's all about you know when you learn to to professionally wrestle there's there's two main things that are involved uh, number one it's you know how to fall without you know just crushing your vertebra every yeah. time you you hit the ground then how to act how to act and also how to protect your opponent right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. your components your opponents are, are half in control correct uh, uh, you yeah. know when you are attacking that so person, like when you know the undertaker mean? is going to tombstone pile drive someone the the person on the receiving end of that has to trust that when he picks you up and you know, essentially their head is like in between the thighs that he doesn't have your head down too low that when he crashes to the mat, your neck's going like, yeah, which has, ha- which has happened because, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, either, you know, it wasn't done properly or someone slipped. And to your point too, man, you know, it's like, yeah, it, it's choreographed in, in, in predetermined. It's not, it's it's not legitimate competition in that you know who oh, gee you know this looks like a really good matchup this could go either yeah, way you know <laughs> no. Uh, no 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 but they're they're legitimately throwing themselves around and getting yeah. hit with chairs and getting hit with you've, tables and, and you've got to be in shape I remember watching this um, I forget exactly what it was I think it was an MTV thing speaking about the heyday of of pro wrestling and. They they did like this uh, little two hour special on on professional wrestling, and by this time in the in the nineties, both companies had pretty much resigned the fact to everyone every for the most part everyone's in on it, everyone gets it at this point, right? I mean, you're still sure, going to have your true believers, but yeah, there's no mystery there. Yeah, they're really not trying to protect the business like they used to way back in the you know in the eighties, the seventies, the sixties. Yeah. And so there was a guy um, who was talking a lot of trash about it. And he kept saying over and over, well, I can do this. This is easy. I can do this. This is easy. And at the time, WCW was running a training school. And so MTV, you know, they, they worked it out. It's like, well, we're going to have this guy come because he thinks that it's quote unquote fake and that anybody can do it. And I forget the name of the guy who ran the training school. He was an old school wrestler. He was in his, in his fifties, but he looked like he could, you know, bench press a Mack truck and just got up in this guy's face. And he's like, so you think this is fake? You think this is, this is phony? He said, you think what we do? And the guy and you know, this was like a a college age guy who did college sports. He was in good shape. He's like, yeah, he goes, this is, you know, this is garbage. This is silly. This is stupid. What you guys are doing? It's all. And he's like, oh really? He goes, okay. He's like, hot shot. He goes, run the ropes. 10 minutes. And the guy's okay. like, what do you mean run the ropes? And he's like, yeah. he goes, you're going to start in the middle of the ring. He goes, you're going to run on that side, bounce the ropes. And you're going to keep going across. He goes, do that for 10 minutes, full speed, go. The guy went three minutes and he was barfing into a bucket. <laughs> oh yeah. hundred percent. Barfing. Just because he didn't have the cardio. You know what I mean? He was just like, Ugh. and so 
that wasn't the point. It was like, see how real this Dude, is, those boy? those cables, man, like those ropes that they talk about, those are steel cables behind padding, man. They're elevator like that cables, stuff, yeah. Like, They're yeah, elevator you're cables. Running in, you're running into that kind of cable trying to launch yourself off of that. That is not comfortable. That's not, you're not jumping into a, to a feathered, feathered no, down no, pillow. No, that's <laughs> so not, it's not, yeah, ropes, it's not man, a boxing like, ring. It's not, those, no, man, those, those ropes. steel cables. Yep, dude. those are literally elevator cables that are, are sometimes either wrapped in tape um and yeah, with a man. with a padding on there um Oof. so yeah i mean it is yeah it it's definitely in an art form and what's really funny is uh, a lot of ufc fighters absolutely love professional wrestling they are some of the biggest fans oh yeah because they understand what it takes the physicality uh most sure. like wwe guys are wrestling you know you got 365 days a year they're wrestling about 250 of those. That, yeah. that, that, that beats that's in a your, lot. Yeah. And that's beating up your body. So, yeah. So, you know, uh, reasonableness, um, definitely not trying to swing you to watch pro wrestling because it is absurd. It's silly, uh, but it's fun. It's good natured fun. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm sorry, man. I was just, I'm scrolling through some of the internet right now and Funko I know we're about to dive into Avengers Infinity War. Oh, heck yeah, we are. Funko has released a spoiler, uh, essentially, as one of their toys. They released two toys that are kind of spoilers. One of them, we, if you've seen, you know, if you've seen Infinity War, you know, uh, you know about um, Red Skull's appearance. I told you he uh, wasn't dead. I told well, no, you, dude. yeah, man, yeah. I was, and I'm with you, but, but like, man, that was an excellent. excellent I cameo. told everyone that Red Skull one, was not dead. <laughs> not dead, yeah, man. He he was exactly where he needed to be. The other spoilery, um, the Funko Pop though is, oh yeah. And just in case you know, we can't say this enough. We are going to spoil the ever loving mess out of this thing. So yes, yeah. if you have not seen Infinity War. Just like uh, any other review that we've done, Black Panther being the last one. Well, not review. We yeah. just discuss. We don't review on yeah. this show. We just dis- no. we discuss. We leave the reviewing up to the nerds who hate everything. We discuss. Uh, just yeah. like Black yeah, Panther, yeah. everything that was come before it. This one is going to be spoiler heavy. We know that a lot of folks have not had a chance to see Infinity War yet. Uh, so spoiler, if you, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it and you don't mind being spoiled, because we know some people, they're like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. I got a few few friends of the show that text me, and they're just like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm like, have you seen it yet? And they're like, I don't really care, man. Like, go ahead. And I was just like, dude, it was great when you saw this and this and this, you know. But no worries, man. Like, if you if you care about that stuff, then great. I hope you would see it, uh, you know, right away because the, you can't get away from the internet at this point. <laughs> and then secondly, Jeez. if you don't, then enjoy listening and, and enjoy the movie if you're still going to go see it. I still would hope you would see it even if you hear us talk all about it. Yes. So. Uh, and and the, anyway. the, the title will be a little bit of a spoiler as well, too. But if you haven't seen it, the, the title of today's show, uh, which we're not going to spoil until you see it, um, you'd just be like, what is that going on? Yeah. So what's this? Uh, what, what's the Funko? Toys so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the Funko spoiler, they included the Red Skull. They have a Funko Pop Red Skull uh, in the, you know, in the black robes, which was so cool. Yeah. But the spoiler one which is in the comics inside of Infinity War or inside Infinity Gauntlet, the, the actual comic yeah. is Hulk busting out of the Hulk armor. No, that's actually not in the comic. 
Oh, that's not. In, I thought no, was no, and that was that was a speculation was too because there's a Lego set. Yeah, that also had that shows the Hulk coming out of yeah. the armor, and I yeah, think so. We, that's what it is. It's it's that yeah. it's that little Funko Pop, and it's the Hulk literally breaking out of the of the suit. I think we can file that under deleted scene. Uh, it could be, yeah, because that that uh, that clearly did not happen. Um, un- but even so, I mean, you know, unless it's going to happen in, in a complete suit at the end of the movie, though. So yeah, the arm got uh, ripped know, off. Well, yeah, but I mean, but it wasn't like ripped to shreds like the Hulk busted his no, way out. No, 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 no. And know. yeah, in fact, I think the Lego uh, toy uh, comes with the the army that uh, the children of Thanos were using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or disciples of Thanos, excuse me, uh, were using. And then um, I, I, from what people under what were guessing is because you do get the scene in the movie where they overcome the Hulkbuster and. Uh, you know, banners in it. He falls down and they're just wailing on it. And he's like, I can't see, I can't see. And you know, he's like, come on, Hulk, come on, Hulk, come on, come on. Yeah. yeah, You yeah, know, yeah. and uh, th- that's where people thought that's where he's like, just comes, you oh, know, sure. Man. Who, I mean, bursting out the perfect moment for it. I mean, I'm glad we saw Stormbreaker, you know, come in, but yeah. And I, uh, yeah, in that moment, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Uh, and which also plays into there was a clearly a deleted scene or a, um, not maybe not a deleted scene, but a, um, red herring or distracted scene. We do not see the Hulk with the Avengers charging into battle in Wakanda. Like we saw in that trailer with black Panther leading a charge. You got Black yeah, Panther yeah. running. You got Steve to his left. You got uh, Black Widow to the right. War Machine in the back flying, and then the yeah. Hulk running. Clearly, that was more of just probably a promotional. Uh, yeah, it's thing. a promotional shot. Yeah. So, um, well, because that was a big part of the, you know, that's a big part of the movie where the the conversation that Bruce Banner is trying to have with the Hulk, like that was obviously played through the entire movie, and it made a lot of sense right after the movie opened. You know what I mean? Like the opening sequence of that film explained all that right yeah so yeah Thanos and just wailing on yeah and i got a man. i got a theory uh on that that i may be a little bit wet on it but i got a theory as to why uh you know hulk um didn't come out fully but we'll we'll kind of get to that here as, as we go yeah, along man. uh hey i i know that uh infinity war is going to take up the bulk of our of our conversation i don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this but i do think that we do have to publicly recognize uh at oh, least yeah. on the show we did so on twitter but i think we need to recognize it on the show as well too uh even though the issue now is about a week and a half old two weeks old uh but action comics number 1000 uh debuted uh superman is back in his traditional uh red underoos uh, I'm glad to see the original Superman outfit back. I think that's very cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's very yeah. cool. Uh, and a couple things uh, that I think, you know, should just, you know, whether you read DC, you don't read DC. If you're a comic book fan, you have to tip your hat to Action Comics now is historically record breaking the longest running comic book series yeah. in yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. history. That is unprecedented. Uh, 80 years going action comics is now at a thousand issues never interrupted. So even when DC did uh, resets with new 52 and rebirth action comics, never reset its numbering. It yeah. Can, yeah, that is the one title that did not detective comics did. Uh, and then when it went back to rebirth, uh, detective comics picked up where it left off before new 52. Yeah. So there's an interruption there, which is, Unfortunate, but that's the decision that they chose to make with that. 
Um, and I've got a couple of uh, different versions. Uh, I know you guys can't see them, but this is the uh, this is. Well, if you can take some pictures, then I post will. Those, yeah, be great. this is the '90s yeah. era Superman. Oh, looks classic. Dude. Yeah, who drew that the, one? Who 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 drew that cover? Uh, that cover is um, Lee Ber- Bermejo. Lee Bermejo. Yeah, uh, and you've got the you've got the '90s era DC logo too. Oh yeah, man. Okay, and then this is my favorite here. There's like there was like four different variant covers. I did not buy all four. This one is the montage. Oh yeah, very cool with the old. Who did that one? That one is actually a combination. What what they did is they just pulled from different um, panels and and repasted them into a cover. Oh okay, so it yeah. was just actual. It's actual, uh-huh. just other. Yep. Throughout the years, pulled from those comics. Yeah, and cool from those. Uh, and when you cool. open it up on the inside, it lists all the artists who contributed to this cover throughout yeah. the decades so it's and then the old old school dc logo at the top yeah yeah good. and yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. is perfect it purposefully looks weathered so so when you look oh, at it you're nice. like yeah. how is, why does this look so crappy it no it's uh, lo- designed it. to look weathered on purpose so yeah very cool uh superman yeah. action comics number one thousand the longest running comic book in yeah. comic book history uh marvel sent out a little congrats which was very cool as did other comic book companies as well oh, too. yeah of course because yeah. really at the end of all of this you know while they do compete with each other there is such an insane amount of respect uh throughout the comic book industry between all these different companies because really none of them exist without each other um yeah yeah there there's a there's a saying that you know a rising tide lifts all ships Oh, yeah. and, I'm a firm believer in that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And so it was very cool to see Marvel, you know, just kind of do that, you know, congrats, keep it going. Uh, as they should. Yeah, yeah. As, as well they should. And DC has done the same for, you know, different Marvel milestones as well, too. Uh, oh, so yeah. very cool. Very cool moment in comic book history. And uh, I just I, I wanted to just give that a shout out because I think it's very, very exciting. It, it unfortunately, I think, got a little bit overshadowed because of the <laughs> Infinity War wind up. But that's OK. Um, it sure. sold very, very well. I don't think DC is crying in their milk over the sales nah, numbers. They, they're winning the comic book game right now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. like they are doing some great stuff. Exactly. And, and we'll, next time, you know, next show that we that we do, we'll be kind of getting back to some of those roots and and getting back into our print. We've been out of print for about three full episodes now. So yeah, as we as ready, we we'll ramp be ready up, to get back into print, you know, yeah. for Infinity War. Yeah, because we we still got a lot of Doomsday Clock. We got a lot of Dark Metal and how that. Dark that has yeah, just absolutely yeah. revolutionized the DC universe. Oh yeah. It's going to be new yeah. series of justice league coming. And then of course, Valiant shadow man. I know you and I both are reading shadow man. Uh, what a, yeah, what an a cool interesting one. book that is. And yeah. uh, Marvel looks like they're going to be doing yet another reset. Marvel legacy, well, they should. which they should Marvel legacy didn't have the impact that they thought it would. And we t- we discuss that at length. Yeah, but, and yeah, so we're so we, and I think what's it called again? Do you remember the? It's uh, uh, something something now. It's like it's kind of yeah, cheese. It's yeah. got a lot of cheese on the name. Uh, it's called um, Marvel. We're sorry. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Marvel, <laughs> please come back. <laughs> Marvel for real this time. Yeah. Would you like <laughs> for, to read our books? For real this time? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're not going to dwell too much on print right now. But I, I know you and I both are really excited uh, for what is coming with Marvel. Sounds oh, like yeah. they're going to really, really for real really really <laughs> get their books to a point where you can just kind of jump in you just yeah, like get back to basics jump man. allow in. people to just jump in we talked yeah. about again i mean I, I feel like we're about to get in we're launch no. it's easy to launch into that rant we're not so we're gonna not. do it i'm we're just not gonna, gonna do it because 
All we're, yeah. all we're saying is we're taking them at their word when they say we're going to allow for jump in uh, and we're for new readers, for old readers, for readers who went away for a while. We're offering a jump in into that. We say thank you. We're excited for that. Okay. Yeah. So that's enough about print. Enough about print for this time around. <laughs> all right. Let's get into Jessica Jones season two, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's what the people are waiting for. They really um, want to know yeah, what we think about ready. the wizard uh, in episodes <laughs> one and two. <laughs> nope. Uh, no, we'll, we'll hit, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about our gal, Jessica. Eventually, At some point we'll some talk point, about, we'll her. talk about, yeah. we'll talk about budget and Hathaway, but right now Woof. we're going to discuss the Avengers infinity war. Holy smokes, dude. Uh, dude, it kicks off amazingly well, uh, and it just gets you that. I mean, you, you know, we're right in the middle, right? We get to see the we get to see the Thor-Loki interaction with Thanos. We figure out what happens at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Literally you know, picking right up right from up. that, from that yeah. mid-credit scene uh, in Ragnarok. Yeah. Literally. I mean, dude, yeah, you know without, a, without a breath being taken almost, yeah, I got to, I got to say, you know, I, I was really expecting, you know, when, when we sat down, because, you know, James and I, uh, went and saw it, uh, a week ago today, we saw it the very yeah, first yeah. showing at the Harkins yeah. Queen Creek. You didn't think you were going to be able to do that. I didn't think we we're going to be you able to you, do that. You had your, you had your ticket scheduled for Saturday, right? Well, for Saturday. Um, but, um, and I had mine on Sunday. Correct. And I still went on Sunday. So yeah. But uh, we're we're gonna avoid the topic for this show. But a situation arise where there was no school for a couple of days here in the Phoenix sure, sure, area. Sure. Yeah. So which so we definitely won't talk. about. No, we won't. Um, but because uh, that's that's not what this show is about. So it, what it, what it ended up doing is it allowed uh, for James and I to actually hit a movie on a Thursday night, which we normally right. wouldn't because that is a school night, and my son does not see movies on school nights. So anyway, um, I, you know what I was expecting, Ryan, when this movie started, because you know this is marking the ten year anniversary of Marvel Studios. Obviously, we talked about it with Iron Man and, and Incredible Hulk uh, launching this uh, incredible franchise. You know, I was expecting the big fanfare and everything would start, but man, it starts out so quiet with just you know the Marvel mm. Studios coming in, and you get the comic book flapping and. And then the progression of how it used to start with the comic book flapping to, you know, where it is now with the live action, all the scenes. Yeah. And, you know, it just goes right into the Asgardian, you know, it themed it, man. Yeah. It was just letting you know that this is not We're, some, nope. this is just not some like jump in and party and we are ready to go and it's going to be action packed. Yeah. There was have, no Avengers. We're having fun. Yeah. There was no Avengers tech, uh, you know, laying waste to a Hydra base like there was at Ultron. And that's not a complaint. That was a great way for Age of Ultron to start with uh-huh. just the Avengers. Perfect. In Tony's words, like he said in Civil War, kick an ass, right? I mean, that's Avengers, you know. Uh, But yeah, it just starts out with the distress call from the Asgardian ship. And it's kind of like this muffled, you know, this is, you know, the ship from, you know, if anybody's listening, uh, where it really sets the tone, like you said, that, man, dude, the the slapstickiness of Ragnarok and Guardians Volume 2 is over is over we we had our fun we had our laughs mm-hmm. and our yucks and this movie had a lot of humor to it it wasn't oh, yeah it's not like quite, we were watching you know uh dawn of justice um it's it's easily <laughs> no. the 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 darkest uh of the mcu films Durr. but um there's enough levity involved um throughout yeah. that 
it, it just, it, it doesn't feel like you're carrying this, you know, 50 pound backpack, uh, on, on yeah. your shoulders for, for almost three hours. But yeah, it just goes right in. And I think it, you know, really kind of open pretty much how most people expected, you know, uh, again, we're spoiling guys. Uh, Loki is dead within the first, you know, five minutes. Uh, and you and I were, you and I were speculating a lot about Loki and like his role and like in all the trailers and kind of how he was talking to Thanos and like, like how do we get this, you know, from here to here and this and that's like, wow, is like, is Loki going to again play a big part in t- like teaming up with Thanos? And it was just like, how many turn codes can first, we get from this guy? Yeah. Right? Within, the, within the first five, you know, within the first few minutes of meeting and th- you know, Loki understood who he was reporting to, you know, from the first Avengers. Like he knows who this guy is. Oh, obviously. well they, he, they, they spoke with each know. other almost face to face in the first Avengers. I mean, right, right, right. Loki yeah. stood in Thanos's, you know, uh, presence. So for him to be there again was like kind of interesting to full watch circle. him and, and the full circle. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And watch Thanos finally just go, you know what, dude, like you said you were going to do a job. And you didn't do a job. And instead of, you know, getting fired like the rest of us, if we don't do a good job at something, popped his neck off. Like that was yeah, just incredible. <laughs> just absolutely incredible. Just from the first 15 minutes, you're just going, well, there we go. Yeah. Like we knew, we knew death was coming. We knew we were going to see some characters go. And the way Loki just kind of went was just one of those I, I mean I was stunned like absolutely stunned did I figure he would die or someone would die sure absolutely I was 100% on board with 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 seeing death and I understood that I was going to see that but when it happened and how quickly it happened right in the beginning of the movie if if they couldn't if the Russo brothers were trying to send a message that this movie is going to be this theme th- why they set expectations correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they right off the bat. Man. Absolutely. They, they Ooh. really let it, let it be known, uh, from the get go that, yeah. um, and anyone is going to quote unquote be up for grabs, uh, in this yeah, movie, yeah. you know, and which is something that, you know, we have discussed that it, it has to be, uh, for, and again, we, we've only seen half the story. And, and as we get more into this discussion, um, We've only seen half of it. So, yeah. Uh, and Story's we also know over. that there are other movies on deck. So everyone, you know, take deep breaths. You know, Exactly. Some like, people are coming know, back now. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't uh, deviate from the emotion uh, of the no, movie not at, at, all. at all. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I would say that I had a little bit of a different feel uh, there. I, I wasn't surprised that Loki went so quick. In fact, um, I'm glad that he did because, and and I think you and I kind of came to that same conclusion. It, if Loki were to be drawn out, uh, through this movie, um, I would say of all the characters in the MCU, I'm, I'm Loki'd out at this point. You know, I mean, he, he has been now what in all three Thor films, uh, well, and, as like one of the main protagonists, yeah, as well, all, like all three, and, that's, and that's what the problem is. It's yeah. not the fact that he's in the movie. No, 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 no. He's sincerely affecting like what's going on. And we're like, all right, like haven't you know? Yeah, like if, if really, he had though, been, like, if he had been fighting throughout the film and yeah, just saw his demise either at the at the midpoint of the second act or or in the finale. Um, I felt that would have been too much. Because like I said, you know, I mean, he's been you know in all three Thor films. 
uh, he was the main protagonist in Avengers. He was originally going to be in Age of Ultron. I, Whedon did the right. right thing by deleting those scenes and not even making them viewable. Just like, nope, we're, nope, he's not, this isn't a Loki story. We're not just going to put Loki in because people like Loki. We're not, we're not going to do that. And, yeah. and Tom Hiddleston has been fantastic. Every oh, he's been amazing. He's Loki. been amazing. Yeah. And you know, you never know. You never know what can happen. Um, I get the feeling though, that any death that took place prior to the, the snap um, right. is gone. Oh, those are permadeaths to me. I think yeah, those are permadeaths. Yeah. And I'm operating on the same, same exact yeah. point. We haven't in that same, we have not talked about any of this before talking we, to you guys. We so, have given a couple yeah. of like, you know, cursory nods and like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. But no, we're, we haven't but died. I, I'm a firm believer in therm, in the permadeath. And yeah. I think there are a few permadeaths. Essentially I'm, I'm on the exact same page with you. Um, every death that occurred before the snap of the fingers was permadeath. They are gone. Which would I, uh, that man? That's heartbreaking in so many ways. But it has because, to advance the story. But these are the those are the characters it's, that will push other characters. Yes, forward. it's the it's the Game of Thrones. It's the early The Walking Dead. <laughs> Not so much right, right, current right. Walking yeah. Dead. Well, if you haven't watched well, the season of The Walking Dead, Carl died. Uh, so which. For the first time, you're like, "Whoa!" There's a death that actually impacts what's going on. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. And the fear, fear, the Walking Dead actually did the very same thing uh, on this past episode. And I was like, "Thank you." Not that we just yeah. want to see people die, but it's like we have no. to push a narrative forward. These and, are good stories. Yes, and you know that's what made you know shows like Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad and and right. early Walking Dead so good. Is like we're willing to to do this to make this better. And so, right. you know, when you look at characters like Loki and Gamora and Envision, I, I think it's very, very safe to say that those are permadeaths. Yeah. Now, of those three, who has Heimdall the... Who, as well. Don't forget Oh, and Hemdall. Thank you. Hemdall. Uh, Hemdall. Who has the, the best option for a return? Would probably be vision. Would be the yeah vision. Would be vision. Uh, he could because well, they were super close already. You know when when uh, Shuri was Shuri can on him, probably rebuild him in some. She was fashion. very. She yeah. was essentially very close to finishing that job that she was trying to do before you know uh, when Scar when Scarlet Witch left you know left Vision there and started fighting in the battlefield. Then they sent you know, uh, the disciples into that arena yes. or into that hospital, especially, you know, essentially the hospital room, right. In, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Wakanda. Mm -hmm. Um, so they had to wait for her to leave to actually try to attack and get the stone. Uh, but she was very, I mean, if you looked Super at, kind of, I was paying yeah. attention to like at least the graphics that they were displaying. And usually what's funny is that Marvel invests into those little pieces like that too, uh, making them more, you know, plot accurate than it's just like noise on the screen where it's just like anything that's shown doesn't matter. Like it usually kind of matters. And she was like only a few steps away from actually finishing that thing. So it's very possible. Yeah, I'm with you. I think very possible that yeah. Vision could make a return with Wakandan technology. Yes, yes. Uh, so sparking, if, if, sparking if, if I were to bet on, you know, who before the snap, um, you know, BS before snap after snap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the BS and the AS. <laughs> Um, I like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it would be uh, Vision. I think has has the best, yeah. uh, you know, path best chance, out yeah. of that. 
I mean, you can make an argument, you know, Loki, you know, being a god. I, I think uh, Hemdall, you know, quote unquote, being a god. I think those two, especially uh, Hamdahl, because I, I, Idris Elba has been one of the more vocal people. Is like, you know, when do these movies end? You know, so sorry we were putting you in. You <laughs> know, poor guy got a budget paycheck. busting movies. Idris, back yeah. to your Netflix originals with you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah, well, well I mean, you know. Yeah, but he was. I mean, hold, he, let's go ahead and head up the gunslinger. You know. And, yeah, uh, yeah. How did the Dark Tower work out for you? Yeah, pal? how did that work you out? Know? And hey, I I love Idris Elba. I, I think he is uh, a, a great actor, but he is one after the Dark World started making these kind of goofball comments. Yeah. About how ridiculous comic book movies are. And it's like, well, you know, okay. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, mm. I mean, so this is, I guess, is Robert Downey Jr. an idiot? I mean, is Chris Evans an idiot? I mean, I don't know, but we'll see, Idris. I, I don't think Hemdall is going to be back. Um, no. And, and Loki, I think Loki well. has to... It has to be dead. has to stay dead because what we saw from Thor... And guys, we're going to be kind of jumping around. The, this discussion is not centered on... It's not going to go from the start of the film to the end of the film. I think yeah, you guys, this is not centralized at all. No, no, no. If you haven't guessed just, already. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's yeah. what you guys like about us is just being able to discuss. Um, is, the, you know, when Thor had um, his conversation with Rocket when they were making their way to the Forge, uh, yeah. that we really got to see, I think, for the first time, uh, you know, we've seen flashes of a mature Thor. And... Sure. I needed, you know, needed to get Joanna up to speed a little bit because, again, you know, her and I are going to go see Infinity War this coming Sunday. She has not seen it yet. She is not listening to. She has not entered the studio to hear any of this. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, but she needs to get caught up a little bit. She had not seen Ragnarok, and she really was not. You, you know, you and I have very cool wives when it comes to these movies, but they don't invest, I think, as much as we do. So they're like. Who is that guy uh-huh. again? And what does that yeah. do? Well, I'll tell you, I'll yeah. tell you this really quickly <laughs> that as soon as we left the theater of infinity war, Lauren looks at me and she goes, so I guess I need to watch the guardians of the galaxy movies. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. <laughs> yes. And so we came home, we watched, we watched yes. the volume one. Yes. Uh, and I said, and I said, she, you know, cause I think I've shared on the show before. She kind of said, look, I don't know if I could watch a talking raccoon for two hours. As she goes, I think that's a little ridiculous. I'm like, you have a valid point. Like, no one's going to argue with that. Nope. Like no one's arguing with that. However, while watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, uh, she looks over at t- she looks over to me and she goes, "Why is the crying raccoon the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life?" Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when Rocket was breaking down, I think it was mm-hmm. before the Groot scene. He was there was something else I can't exactly. Oh, remember and we what got it was. a and we got a Rocket but, breakdown in this one too, man. Oh, that was just, just heart wrenching as just well, man. Absolutely heart wrenching. So. Yeah. So she, you know, she's totally come around on on the Guardians. Because Rocket thing. is uh, one of know. the baddest Rocket Ace characters, tops, man. man. Rocket is a stud. He is Rocket so cool. Is like tops. He's super tops, man. Yeah, he's so he great. is. He is. He's on point. And um, you know, we we talk a lot of. And here, I'll get to my Thor thing in a second. But we're, we're yeah, gonna yeah, sorry. I, yeah, I don't no, 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 we're good. We're good. Too much. There, so yeah. um, you know, in talking with Joanna, you know, because I asked her, I said, you know, as we're getting ready, I said, is there any Marvel movie that you're going to need that you think you need to see because she knows I don't like to play 20 questions when we're watching these movies. I just, it's one, it's one thing at home, <laughs> right? Cause you can very easily just hit the pause button, you know, get some, but in the theater, it's just, it's too tough, right? Because there's just all this oh, other yeah. stuff going on. Very tough. Yeah. 
And she goes, well, by the time you answer the question, we've got four more questions. Exactly. And, so, she, well, you know, and, and that's why I said, I said, you remember Civil War, right? She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, you know, they she goes, the Avengers split Tony and, and Cap. I'm like, OK, yeah. I said, uh, I said, do you remember Doctor Strange? And she's like, mm. so we rewatched Doctor Strange. I said, because you're going to need to get to know this guy. And, yeah, yeah. and, uh, she had not seen Ragnarok. Uh, so had picked up Ragnarok on uh, 4k Blu-ray, which by the way is beautiful. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. man. I mean, the colors of that movie are snapping and popping and everything. So, um, yeah, so we, you know, in, so getting in, in getting Joanna caught up and, and watching Ragnarok again. Yeah, you know it is very you know again it's a buddy movie it's a little bit on the lighter side and we but yet we still get some very mature moments of Thor and we see this progression of Thor, um, yep. but when we get to Infinity War, uh, the scene that he has with Rocket uh, as in Groot as they're on their way to the Forge to uh, create a new weapon that Thor at least is hoping will stop Thanos. Yeah. He has this incredible moment where he, for the first time, he really reflects on everything that he has lost. Yep. And it becomes a, and I like Rocket's build for that because he just kind of sees Thor, Thor's guard is down. He's not acting like I am the almighty Thor. You know, he's not, he's not playing the shtick. He's sitting. Right. And he looks tired. Mm-hmm. He looks beaten. And like he's he's not even really fully convinced that the mission that he's on is even going to do anything, right? right. He's not even he's not even convinced. Is this futile? Yeah. yeah. Or am I just wasting just time? And could and, I be there helping instead of trying to do this? Yeah. Like, and and yeah. am I just going to get these two that are with me that I just met? Am I going to get them killed in the process right. as well too? Yeah. And I like Rocket when he just kind of he looks back and he goes, "Ah, uh, time to be the captain." Right. Where he's like, I got to go talk to someone, you know, and when you think of Rocket's journey in Guardians volume two, and you and I applauded that really he came out of that one. I think the deepest character was Rocket out of Guardians volume two and the way that he experienced loss with Yondu and coming to the realization that he is a part of a team that his past does not dictate his present or his future. Right. You know, and he starts having this conversation with Thor and Thor gets very, you know, reflective and, you know, Rocket's asking about his family. He's like, oh, well, my father has died and my brother. And then he talks about his mother killed by a dark elf. And right. he's just taking, he's like, and it said something, he's like, man, I've lost a lot. And he's lost now. We don't know how many Asgardians survived. We do know this. Kevin Feige did come out yesterday and say Valkyrie is alive. She yeah. lived. Now yeah. he said that he said that because they're not talking a lot about Avengers Part Four. Which thank you. Let this soak and marinate for oh what gosh, we saw. Yeah, we need to sit in this for a little bit. Yeah, he did say though that <laughs> Valkyrie is alive. Now we don't know about Korg. Yeah. I hope Korg made it. Korg was a very yeah, cool man. character. Um, but we know that Valkyrie made it. Which leads to, you know, there were probably some Asgardians who didn't make it. Because remember, Thanos' mission is only half. I only take half. And it wasn't half. Was it 
Here's what's uh, here's my uh, and it's a little muddled. The, you don't know if he, for the day. He does, you don't is know if he blows up the Earth? whole ship when he leaves. Is right? it half of? Is it only half of Earth, or is it half of the known universe? Well, when he when he gave the the theory on Titan that he only wanted to take half the population to save yeah. Titan right before. Uh, That's why I think it's only half of Earth. So Asgardians may be just fine. No, but we know. But, as, no, no, but wait, no wait, we but, know. But, we know he killed Asgardians on that ship. They were no, walking over Drax. The, and I'm thinking about the snap, dude. I'm thinking about post. No, I, post yeah, but snap. this is what I'm talking about. Because I'm thinking now, Drax Even, went as well as I mean, Pratt went, I mean, or as a Star Lord. Hold went, on, and Drax hold on. Went, let's which let, 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 let's, half, let's step so. back a bit. What I'm talking about. Even before the snap, everyone that Thanos conquered, he yeah. left half the population alive. So when right. he took Gamora, he only killed half of the population. So right. his thinking is always half. So when he attacked the Asgardian ship. He did not kill every Asgardian on that ship. He would oh, leave half. He would only leave half. Right. Okay. Yeah. So at this point, the, 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 the thinking is still Asgard is there's not much left of Asgard. Right. right? So I, I love that scene with Thor because there's a huge character shift. If you noticed after that, he wasn't quipping as much. He was a much more yeah. focused, like, I am going to do whatever it takes to, to at least try to win. He was a king, man. Like, he, he really became, turned, yeah, that's when he became he turned that he, yeah, he turned into the king. He, he turned into the king. Odin's of son. That's when he became Odin's son. He is the king yeah. of Asgard, right? Because even at the end of Ragnarok, when he's just kind of like, well, what do I do next? You know, as king, it's just like he's still being well, let's just have a big old pint of ale and we'll figure this out, right? Yeah. Uh, so I, I love that storytelling uh, with yeah. Thor and just finally seeing, you know, King Thor, that we yeah. finally saw King Thor, which was very cool, man. I, I like that. Well, so, yeah. Well, since, since we're there, um, the, the, the Forge scene, uh, the forge sequence of events was was really interesting and it's something that you and I when we saw the trailer we saw obviously we saw Thor inside of some machine that we were like I wonder what he's going to be like what is he doing and we come to find out that he was literally <laughs> holding a mechanical iris open so that way uh, this, the beam the sunlight that they restart the mechanical sun while a know, star was uh, scorching him at the same yeah, time while well, a star was literally trying to melt this metal into a uh into the stormbreaker um and get forged uh that that sequence was i mean obviously really interesting are you had peter dinklage kind of make an appearance yeah um as interesting special effects in that too it was kind of off-putting a little bit at times yeah threw me completely man i was pulled out i i I was just kind of i just kind of disconnected a little bit from that sequence of events i think the storytelling of that sequence was really interesting but i don't know why they had to make him big i don't know why they had to make him a big dwarf yeah i don't know i don't know yeah like I said, it was just kind of jarring a little bit to to be kind of confronted with this like huge Peter Dinklage. I was like, uh, it just it looked 
it, it was just very CG. You know what I mean? It yes. was just, I mean, as CG as this movie is, right? Like every, you know, Thanos is CG, right? But, but it's very like, but is he motion capture though? Is he motion? Is he mo? Is, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, all CG, think, right? I mean, j- they captured Josh Brolin's yeah, movements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But still, it was just kind of like, you could tell it just, things were weird anyway. Um, the, the, I mean, what's, you know, obviously when Thor holds the, the iris open. Um, he gets completely knocked out, almost dead. You know, within inches of death. Stormbreaker gets made. Uh, I can't remember the the his name inside the movie. Peter Dinklage's character. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he smashes the mold and it right, needs a and he's handle. yelling about the handle. Yeah, and that was just one of those great moments from group. Yes, like, honest yep. to goodness, just like I got so pumped up watching him just kind of look over at the thing, look over at the, you know, at Peter Dinklage's character running around trying to find a handle. And he just said it needed to be, the decision needed to be made in an instant. It wasn't something that they pondered about. It wasn't something that they were trying to figure out. Groot grabbed that handle, spread his wood around it and chopped off his own arm. And I think, and, and then pushed it over toward, uh, uh, Thor, and then of course we saw the tingling, and Thor's hand starts moving, yep, and, yep. and then you know, of course, like kind of from there we get it, right? He he he's all he's able to summon the 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 power of the All Father and uh, get the Rainbow Bridge the back Bifrost. up and running. Yep, he could summon the, the Bifrost. Bifrost. He's yeah. able to get that going uh, on his own. He doesn't need. Uh, Did need you know, Hemdall. He doesn't, yep, Did- doesn't need Hemdall to do it. He's able to do it all by himself. And I, man, I know we're jumping right to that end sequence, but that Stormbreaker sequence with Thor acting like Thor, I felt like I was opening page after yes. page, splash after page, page, splash after page, page, man. Yeah, just yeah. The, you know, we see uh, in a lot of these movies, they they try to deliver. Let's, you know, we can kind of cut, you know, cut to the end of X Men Three, right? where Jean Grey is in the middle of all that mess and we're we're supposed to feel the power of the Dark Phoenix, right? We're supposed to feel this like she is immensely powerful and we're supposed to feel it and we felt nothing. We felt no. absolutely nope. nothing, right? We could not fe- understand through the screen what was going on in terms of danger, in terms of you know uh, uh, of this power that's that's supposed to be. No, like we were looking at our watches, wondering power. when the movie yeah. is going to end. <laughs> yeah, we've been here for almost two hours. Yeah. I think it's well, almost this done. This I think, one's getting a little yeah, long. I think, I think we're wrapping up here. But that's what I loved about it. Even in, you know, we, we saw the same kind of thing inside of um, the first Avengers, right? And we, we saw some of the power there, but the power was with the mob. It wasn't with the, you know, yeah. there was no big final boss. It was just the mob of enemies that we were dealing with. Same with Ultron. Yes. Ultron was the same way. We had the mob of enemies um, and the big danger there was the city was floating. So we had to figure that part out. The, 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 the sequence of Thor slashing around with lightning a f- just abundant yeah with lightning abundant i have we have yet to have seen something that epic and that amazing happen from a group of any characters much less one character yeah yeah going through and just wrecking town and oh my god I, you know if i wasn't in the alamo and scared of getting kicked out i would have been up you oh, know just dude, like i, I gotta just, tell you we felt it in the theater though we felt people just going oh yeah like we felt it 
Oh my God. I, so good. Yeah. I got to tell you, James and I were so fortunate uh, to be with a crowd that was uh, top notch. I mean, yeah. when I say top notch, I mean, all notches are at the top. I mean, it just was, <laughs> I mean, if everything from people cheering to like, whenever a character came on screen, there were cheers. And yeah. I, I would say they're the, <laughs> two of the biggest react. Well, I would say there were probably three huge reactions uh, in our theater. Uh, the first was uh, Spider-Man got a huge um, ovation when, when he appeared in the bus. Um, Tony got one. Yeah, there was quite a bit of awesome reactions. Yeah. To- in our Tony got well. one. Yeah. Um, Cap though, stepping out of the shadows. Um, so great. I definitely, I got to tell you, um, I know your team, Tony, this crowd we were with was a don't put me in a corner man i'm gonna stop putting me in a, put you in a you corner try to, you try to put me in a corner <laughs> so that because you have your corner and you're like i'm gonna well, if i'm in a corner then ryan has to be i'm gonna put you don't in a corner you, stop putting me in a hey, corner i'm gonna put you in the corner with the other communist pal when uh <laughs> when when cat we were definitely in a team cap theater because when he stepped out of the shadows i yelled team cap and the guy next to me yelled team cap <laughs> and the place was going nuts. I mean, it was almost like a cap 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 chant. I mean, That's it was, great, it was man. crazy. So good ovation there. Um, yeah. and then, uh, Thor's yeah. Appearance with Stormbringer. uh, in terms of like the cheering, we'll get to the, uh, no, uh, in a minute, but yeah, it, that, that was a, like I said, this movie you know, and you and I have been critical of the the standalone Thor movies, uh, save for Ragnarok, which uh, easily the best of those three. Oh, yeah, yeah Ragnarok far. is a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed watching that the second time. I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, this is the first time we've seen Thor. This is Thor. We're not. Yeah, horsing around is over. You know, and, and that doesn't mean that yeah. he's all of a sudden got to become, you know, Zack Snyder Batman, uh, but he's play playtime's over for Thor. And the fact that he survived the dusting and the line, yeah. you know, you should have aimed for the head. How is that? Oh, my gosh. How is that going to resonate with him as we move into part four? How much of that oh. is he going to shoulder where he's like? Because he went when you know, because he thinks he's won when he buries Stormbringer into Thor into oh, and into Thanos' like chest. Hilt. Yeah, and he just looks at him like, "Ha, yes, I just beat you." And for all intents and purposes, Thanos was beat, but there was enough life where he could look at him and say, "You should have gone for the head." Because I, I, yeah, I'm on my way out. I'm flickering out, but I can still do this. And he snaps and how much of that is going to rest on his shoulders uh, moving into, you know, whatever we see happening with Avengers yeah. four, how much is he going to shoulder for that? Are people going to point a finger at him and say, you know, you blew it. I don't know I think that could be mm-hmm. a very interesting dynamic uh, for Thor. Cause I think it can kind of already compound upon his loss that he has felt with his family sure. and his people. Not that he's going to go into yeah. a deep depression, um, I just, I like where, I like where they're going with Thor and, uh, yeah. going forward and don't know, probably won't see any more standalone Thor films. Uh, I think that's pretty no. much a given. So I, I'm, I'm excited for where his arc will end, uh, with Avengers four. 
Or if it, it, yeah. it, it, you know, we could still see him maybe pop up in, in other movies, but right. yeah, the, that was, uh, really liked his, his story arc. Uh, I think we should probably get to the two big ones, I think, you know, in terms of Tony and Steve <laughs> and their role in all of this. Oh yeah. Uh, well, Tony, I mean, honestly, like a loved, uh, the love, the nano suit, obviously we had bleeding edge armor, full screen, you know, like yeah. the, everybody's, you know, we thought we had some bleeding edge armor in civil war and people were like, it's kind of bleeding edge. It's kind of this, you know, but full nanobot bleeding edge, uh, you know, armor, which was just great. Yeah. Great very cool see. animation for when it would always yeah. so cool. Always so cool to see that stuff. Um, you know, obviously still has a, he, you know, he still carries it. He carries around the phone. Uh, and I think that's just wonderful that he, that he, that he never doesn't have the phone. Like he always has it. Yeah. It's just, like we're talking about the, the flip phone that Steve, uh, sent to the flip him phone by that Steve sent to him at from the Mr. Stank, War. you know, delivery yeah, from, from Mr. Mr. Stank. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, he still has the phone. He still carries it around with him. Um, cause he, he's expecting you know, that call and, and well, he's, and he may be making, or he it, you may know be I mean? the one he's, who makes you know, the call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he, when you, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Well, so you've got, you know, right when the opening sequence hits, you know, Hulk lands inside of Dr. Strange's, uh, you know, house, the, right? the sanctum Santorum. <laughs> the sanctum um they get all kind of introduced to each other which was very cool to see you know the the cape interacting with tony a yeah. little bit well and, and we should also say that fun. how Thul- how how folk <laughs> the the incredible folk <laughs> uh the how whole got there is you know loki you know throwback line uh from iron man and avengers we have a yeah. hulk Hulk comes in. That was great. Goes toe to toe with Thanos, and yeah. Thanos uh, beats him like a like a redheaded stepchild. I mean, just puts him on the floor. Well, that's yeah. what's interesting. He beats him, him on the floor mm-hmm. the way he put Loki on the floor. Yep. Yeah, because because Hulk has done that to Loki and uh, and Thor. Uh, Thor. Yeah, he ragdolled. Him. You know, yep. we saw we saw the ragdoll, and then we finally see Hulk get ragdolled. Yep. In the same way, he gets thrown just right into the ground. Yep. And uh, it's not, it, yeah, it doesn't go back and forth like this a bunch, but it's just one slam yeah, and he's right down. into the ground and he's just knocked clean out. Yes. Um, and we, and uh, no one yeah. has beaten the Hulk. Uh, the in, throat punch was the best part though. Like yeah. that first hit when, when, when Thanos just hits him right in the throat <laughs> and the look on his face yeah, just like, but wait, what? Yeah. I mean, the closest that <laughs> like, we've seen so to a beat down of the Hulk was the Hulk bust, oh, yeah. buster armor. And that was mostly just to slow him down. I mean, the Hulk oh, buster yeah, armor yeah, yeah. won't stop hulk well he had to he had to put that and a building on him just to try to like knock slow him, out a him down bit. right you know it's like you know go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep yeah i mean you know and just <laughs> sleep 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 yeah sleep, just hoping yeah. right so yeah so when when hemdall sends banner or, or hulk back to earth you know he crashes through the santorum he reverts back to banner what's interesting is do you think hemdall purposefully sent him to the santorum or is it just a happy accident that that's where he landed. Because remember, Hemdall sees all. Well, to... I No, he purposefully put him You there. think so? Even though he's never yeah, encountered 100%. Strange at all? Do you, like, he I, just knows. He knows. He knows. He, he yeah. sees all. I mean, we, we know his power as being able to see, uh, you know, into Earth. He's very familiar yes. with Earth. He's He's been, you know, for... Uh, you know, you can kind of put two and two together on... You know, it's never been stated. It's never been said. But that dude's probably been watching Earth 
for you know for as long as as the well, as a uh, as odin has been involved yeah his, his goal is to keep know. an eye on all nine realms and you know midgard right. which is earth i mean you know he's watching you know it. having yeah. having a city lifted off of the ground and tried to slam back in might be hard to miss yeah. um he was on the know, phone the, with that one hey what's going the on over there <laughs> the you know the events of Doctor Strange were enormously effective inside of the yes. the the, san- the sanctum in Hong Kong. Um, also the uh, the shield that lived around Earth at the time that blocked it from other dimensions was damaged. That's true, which yeah. hurt Earth at the same time. So I think all those events, like you know, you know, it's almost like the brights are flickering. You know, at least on the on you know from this right eye, and he's like, I wonder what's happening over there. So I'm I'm sold on the fact that he he knew exactly where dr yeah, strange was and yeah. he put hulk right in the living room and in, just to make sure that he was in a safe space yeah to put him there and yeah. in Hemdall knowing um that strange is going to be you know one of the better um foes for thanos oh, yeah, on yeah, earth yeah, as well yeah. too yeah, yeah. so yeah, you, sure. so yeah very cool he knows he's got an infinity stone so yeah, why not right? put you know why not put him in that, uh, in that spot yeah so you know and and from that point on uh banner uh is you know he's not the hulk throughout the remainder of the movie and even though we we're, we're trying to get to some tony here i want to go ahead and throw out my banner uh theory that uh i think the reason why he could not or revert to hulk or that they were fighting you know, because Hulk's like, no, when it looked like he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Hulk's scared. I think, oh, yeah. I think Hulk is scared. Hulk is, is peeing himself. Yeah. He is scared for the first time. He is, he was knocked clean fear. out by something. Yeah, he, yeah, because he, I mean, dude, I, you know, you look at Ragnarok. I mean, he goes toe to toe with, you know, Surtur. He jumps right into sure. the destructor of Asgard. Yeah. It didn't work out for him, but I mean, he just did not hesitate to jump in. Uh, he knows that uh, at least Earthbound, there's no one on Earth that can beat him physically. I mean, Strange could send him through portals, and you know, Thor can you know can at least enter fisticuffs with him. Uh, who would ultimately win in a fight like that? Well, we saw Hulk beat Thor in that arena. You know, I mean, yeah. it was the last jump and knocked him out, and he didn't kill him, but he could be at least beat him, and yeah. so. Hulk for the first time in the MCU was easily defeated by Thanos. Yeah. Easily thrown, defeated. Thrown into the ground. Yes. So yeah, yeah I, no problem. you know, we've got a Hulk who's scared, which now leaves Banner on his own, led to one of the funniest lines in the movie. You know, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. Uh yeah, that was so Yeah, great. Tony just like anytime, anytime, Doc, anytime. Embar- I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You know. <laughs> You're embarrassing me in front of wizards. You're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. You know, anytime now, anytime. <laughs> you know, just like, yeah. And just Tony looking over at him, like, all right, okay, we're all, the rest of us are suited up. We're kind of waiting on you over here. We have, yeah, <laughs> yeah, waiting on the cannonball. So you know, interesting, <laughs> uh, interesting dichotomy, or or I will not yeah. dichotomy, but interesting, uh, dialogue with him and Pepper. Tony having the yeah. dream of Pepper being pregnant. Uh, yep. I've got a theory on that. Uh, I'm going to say that she was and the snap either removed pepper could have been or yeah. removes the baby, the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so interesting there, or that's just dialogue for the movie. But I just, the fact that they spent so well, much it sets time up that emotion it. for Tony, it sets yes. up the emotional, like kind of setup for Tony where he's, you know, and then, you know, right after all of that, he's immediately into space. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. like, he, you know, it's 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 right after all these weird conversations. He's not able to nail anything down. He can't, you know, log out of his computer at home. Right. Like, it's just go- he's gone. <laughs> right. You know, so it's just, 
you know, much less wrap up. He tried to call Pepper. They had a, they tried to have a conversation or they, they did, which was a, which was a callback to the first Avengers. Cause remember which, she, yeah, he, very much yeah, so. he calls they, her from the suit. He, he tries to call her to say yeah, goodbye. He Cause he's her. not sure if he's yeah. going to come back. Uh, right. and this time she calls him and, um, yeah. And he is Yell, and starts yelling at him and which was very emotional for me. I, I, uh, I don't know why, but that just, uh, you know, when she, when she asks him, you know, tell me you're not on that ship. Just tell me, just tell me you're not on that ship. Like yeah. for whatever reason, that conversation like really caught in my throat. Well, like, it's, it really did. It, it's, it's a panic, history of panic that you got to hear. And it's a history yeah, of broken promises and, and breaking mm-hmm. Pepper's heart. And, yeah. uh, you know, say what we will about the Pepper Potts character, remove Gwyneth, the, the Gwyneth Paltrow. Cause I know that she can kind of generate some with people. She plays Pepper very, very good. And yeah, she yeah. was cast very, very good as Pepper. And for someone, an, an actress uh, of her caliber, who's been in some pretty highbrow films throughout her career, uh, she really, very similar to Kate Blanchett, really put herself into this character. You know, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. Kate Blanchett, who is an Academy Award winning actress, she does not need to be playing comic book movies. And she was outstanding as Hella, which, and by the way. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to throw it out there. I think we see her in Avengers 4. I Because, hmm. remember, Asgard is not a place. It's a people. And as long as Asgard exists, Hela draws power. That's very true. So I think we may... I don't know. I don't know. Can death stop Thanos? We'll see. Uh, yeah. Or... She's not going to be in it. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, you know, Disney, I wouldn't mind seeing Kate Blanchett slink around again for another couple hours. I'm just throwing that out there. So anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Gwyneth's, uh, that was, that was a really well played and, and voice acted, you know, cause we don't get to see her emotion. We have to hear it. Right, right. Yeah. And I think it just plays into the amount of broken promises that Tony has delivered to Pepper uh, throughout their entire relationship, right? We think yeah. at the end of uh, Iron Man Mostly 3. All, all well-intentioned, yes, right? All yeah. well-intense. Yeah. And he just, we, that's Tony's character, like, arc is like, I want to do good things and I'm hurting everyone yep, in the I world just, by trying. I just keep, you know, pooping in the soup every time I do it. And, you yeah. know, you think it's to the ending of Iron Man 3, you know, he, he trashes all the suits of armor, but he leaves one and he doesn't yeah. tell her. And then, you know, we don't we don't see or hear her referenced at all in Age of Ultron. Uh, excuse me, she's referenced that you know they're they're kind of on you know there's that that give and take. Well, it's like you know between Thor and and Tony. Well, mine's a Pulitzer Prize winner. Well, mine's a CEO of a of a major you know company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so there's a little bit of fun with that. Um, and then you know, Civil War. Tony says to Steve, "It's like you know she's gone. You know I." Thought I could give all this up. Then the next thing you know, I'm right back in it. I'm making all these different suits. We're in Sokovia and I'm just right back in it. And yeah. then, then we know that there's a reconciliation that we see at the end of Homecoming, which you and I both were like, huh? Now it makes a little bit more sense now that we've seen it carry over into Avengers and where there's probably a bargain made between the two that Tony is, you know, may have told her, Hey, I'm really going to move to this consultant's role. I'm not going to be the go-to guy, but yet they're out jogging in central park and he's wearing 
the suit. And, and they reference that right away. Yeah. She's just like, well, what is this? Well, this is just, you know, you know just, just in case. Just in it's case. Just, yeah. It's an insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that. And he's just totally trying to play it off. And it's, you know, we, we all know better. You know, we're, we're watching Tony just go, man, like, you know, Tony, dude, come on. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah. This is, it's an addict, right? Like, Tony's an addict about this stuff. And it's, you know, he's never going to not be. Like this is his addiction. Yeah. Like he's this, you know, and it's, and it's to the detriment of himself. Um, but I mean, it's like, you can kind of honestly see this as an addiction. Is it almost like a disease for him? Yes. And, and it, and it does always, you know, and, and I, I like to kind of kick at Tony, but you guys know, I love Tony Stark. I love Iron Man. I just like to, I just like to poke at Ryan every once in a while. Uh, (laughs) again, John put me in the corner. So, you know, nobody puts baby in a corner. But everyone puts Ryan in the corner. Uh, you know, I do love Iron Man, and and I loved his his character in this movie. That it it is legitimately coming from these incredibly good intentions. But oh, yeah. Tony continues yeah. to to pave roads to hell. You know, with his good intentions, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, you know, we yeah. we get this incredible fight scene between uh, you know two of the disciples of Thanos with Wong, uh, Strange, and and Tony. I loved the go-between between two of the biggest, uh, I guess we could say, D-bags in the MCU. Yeah, between- the, ego, the ego monsters. Oh, boy, right? And, you know, and it's funny, after re-watching Just- Doctor Strange, um, yeah. I got to tell you, Ryan, I don't feel it holds up as well over multiple viewings. It's still really good. It's still yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just don't feel like it's, you know, like, Iron Man, good. Like First Avenger or Winter Soldier, good. uh, Right, where you're just like every time you view Winter Soldier, you view Iron Man. You're just like, man, this these movies really hold up. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love the the go between. You know, where you know there's kind of this. Well, who are you? Well, I'm the protector of of your reality. You know, you douchebag. Are you really? You know, um, two very well. Strange isn't so rich anymore. He exhausted his funds looking for his his cure, but. He, yeah, but he, he doesn't, doesn't worry really about money. money no, anymore. he does not worry about money anymore. <laughs> and two yeah. completely different like takes on how you protect, right? right. Strange yeah. sees the reality of it all. And where Tony, he's kind of like, and you're just a piece of the puzzle, Tony. That's all you are. I'm seeing yeah. everything. And you're just like, yeah. you know. You don't know how small you are in this universe. Correct. Right. Yeah. And so a uh, very quick and uneasy alliance between those two, which I liked. I liked. Yeah. We didn't have to get this setup of like, hey, I'm Tony. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm Steven. Well, let's have a chat. Right. Would you like oh, to yeah. join the Avengers? Um, <laughs> just, you know, very quickly pressed into action. You know, Tony seeing Strange's abilities for the first time, just kind of like, what the heck are these two doing? Right. And he yeah, just has yeah. to accept it because it's just, it's, it's all happening. And I like, you know, I like Tony's response, um, you know, cause you know, Banner tells him about Thanos. He's like, this is it, Tony. This is the big bat. And you see Banner really for like the first time, like, dude, dude, this is Tony. Tony, like, this is it. This is it. We, yeah. d- we don't have an answer. We don't have an answer. And, you know, Tony trying to be that, oh, well, you know, and then comes the disciples. And I remember Tony just saying, you know, this is it. This is it. Yeah. Right. It, what he was dreading is here. And it, yeah. and it happened so fast. Right. Yeah. All that preparation that he made, it didn't matter. Yeah. It didn't matter. It was here. Nope. And 
Thanos' disciples just wreck right through it. Like, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, whatever. Oh, you prepared for us? Oh, that's cute. You know, watch this. And uh, just a great way for that battle to start, you know? Uh, it was yeah and that i loved how fast and devastating everything was like it was just and i think in that when you take a look at thanos as a character and you then you remember from, you know you take a look at the comic books he, there's you know there's no preamble there's no it's just this is it's fast it's devastating you know, it's that car crash mentality, right? It's that, it's that everything's fine and then everything's not in half a second. Yes. It's just, you know, we've both, you know, we've all been in car crashes, right? It's just, it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's just, everything's fine. Yeah. And then, and then from that moment forward, you see everything fork. You see, well, (laughs) Mm -hmm. whatever I was going to do, I cannot do at all. Yeah, I guess like, I won't be doing that today. Whether that's go to the store <laughs> yeah. or whether that's going to the thing or, you know, whether that's, you know, for some people and as sad as it is, like it's not walking, right? Like some people, you know, get really injured and from that moment forward, yeah. like nothing is the same. And in, in this movie, that was a representation of it was fast, devastating, and it it's happening. Yes. And it was just, they came in, and it because nothing it was just weird to watch them throw things around you know what i mean like you see villains like throw cars like cars are a big deal to throw like these guys were so beyond any sort of that villainy it was just we're here to do something and you're just simply outmatched and in the way yeah yeah you're just in the way it was it was how how we view insects like we view ants on you know getting into the house well that's that's annoying i guess i gotta kill all these things really quickly and plug the hole yeah yeah (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you know like that's that's essential and you're not announcing to the ants what you're here to do It wasn't Loki at the beginning, you know, yeah. at the in the Avengers. It wasn't Loki announcing his power. You're not grandstanding his reign. Listen here, you know? Ants. I am Ryan yeah. O'Farrell, and you have invaded no. my space. No. Yeah. no, it was just like, oh, that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and get the caulk, and you know, plug the hole where they're coming in. It's it, it was it was that just fast and devastating. Where yeah, and it just. Again, I can't say it enough, Russo brothers. Thank you, like thank you, thank you, thank you, for telling the story that needs to be told in the face of just making a great superhero movie. Absolutely, absolutely. I love the the um, introduction of the Iron Spider armor. You know, as, so as you know, he just throws it on him. Yeah, oh, so you know, good. P- you know, Peter Spider. We, we, of we, course, yeah. Yeah, we get the Spidey sense. You know, for the first time, the hair on his arm goes up. He sees yep. the 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 donut. <laughs> you know, coming into, you know, hovering over Manhattan. Uh, he literally swings into action. Uh, very cool. Oh, great. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Just we saw the trailers in the trailer. You know, we saw the movie. Yeah, the you know, and the the graduation of Spider Man. You know, you you're now entering. You know, you're not the neighborhood Spider-Man anymore. It's now. Well, he's got to have a neighborhood to protect. Yeah, that was a great line too. You know, <laughs> a, a lot of people line. thought that was kind of cheesy, but ah, I no. liked it. Come I on. liked it. Yeah, and he's a 50, 16, right? Like yeah. 15, 16, Like give him a break. And I, like, and I love how you know, he swung into action. I mean, you know, it's beyond anything that he's ever seen. Now he, you know, clearly he took part in the uh, fight in Civil War. 
Right. But this is so giant. This man. is you know, and he and yeah. he saw Giant Man. He went, you know, he, he swung around Giant Man. He thought he could go toe to toe with Cap. You know, Tony corrected sure. him in Homecoming. Like, if Steve really had wanted to, he would have oh. made short work oh, yeah. of you, pal. Right. Yeah. Which is true to the comics too. Spider Man cannot fight Captain America toe to toe. That's not going to work. And no. so, but now he is seeing something that is so hu- more huge than than anything he's ever been a part of and i like how he fearlessly swings into action there's not a there's not a i better call mr yeah. stark you know it's just like holy crap and it's not about being brave it wasn't about the bravery or him like owning that it was just like i got something to do yeah i need to yeah i need to go i need to be here i need to be involved and like that's the reason why he jumped onto the ship in the first place was because uh, to rescue someone he doesn't even know he's never met dr strange no yeah but he's like i gotta save this guy they've they've got someone it's important to help i gotta help yeah. Uh, you know, and so when he starts to lose oxygen and he, he's like, Mr. St-, and I like how he still calls him Mr. Stark. I just, I love yeah. that. It just is so, if you don't love Tom Holland's Peter Parker, then, you know, oh, you stink man. and get out of here. Yeah. Then Stop. just get out of here. It's the delete unsubscribe. Yes. You stink. <laughs> Go enjoy Tobey Maguire, I guess, you know, yeah. yeah. Tom Holland is Peter Parker and 100% when he just Parker. rips off his mask, he's like, Mr. Stark, I'm having a hard time breathing. And he rips off his cool. mask. He's like, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but he's not, but he's yeah. not going to leave. He's not going no. to leave. He's in it. Right. He's in there. And then here comes the capsule with this iron spider that got the biggest, just the, and we all knew it was coming, but just that, you know, he's standing with the sun behind him and he's just like, yeah, you know, iron spider. I love, you know, he, he loves the legs coming. He's like, whoa, where do those come from? You know, it's just like, yeah. he's still a kid. He's still a kid oh, yeah. in all this. And he's so like. It, wonder. Everything is yeah, wonder. Yeah. It just, it harkens back to, you know, like when he takes on Vulcan or Falcon, excuse me, in Civil War. Right. He's like, is that Kevlar? You know, I just like. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've got a metal arm. You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and just even like, you know, I'm Dr. Strange. Oh, we're using our fake oh, names. I'm Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> he just kind of puts his heart hand on his heart. I'm Spider-Man. Well, I'm I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> are we using our fa- are we using our made-up names? Yeah, we're, oh, we're okay, using Spider-Man. our. Fa- I'm Spider-Man. You know, and then That's Strange so is looking at him like, what? <sighs> yeah. Just what is happening? Yeah. Who are? It's just I love that about Strange though because of the uh, if you go back to what Strange has been a witness to. Um, you know, in, in Dr. Strange, right? Like the multidimensional pet, you know, taking on Dormammu, taking on the, oh, the mirror dimension. I love that. End. I the, love that final battle with Dormammu. Dormammu. Oh, it's great. I'm here to bargain. Dormammu. Yeah. I'm here to bargain. <laughs> Just so it good. is great, man. <laughs> but he's, but he's been witness to these, these dimensional beings that are, not just a different universe or just something else, but like literally just in the dimension next to us. Yes. Um, and I think it's very, very interesting when he, well, of course, so when he meets these people that are just like, you know, to him, everyone's ragtag, right? Like everyone's oh, yeah. like, yeah, you know, everyone's, and he's just like, uh, what is, what is, and I love the facial expression Benedict goes for. And it's just like, what? Like, who, yeah. what are you talking about? Spider-Man? Like, yeah. What? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm what gonna is go this? talk to an adult like somewhere. Like, what? What is happening? 
Yeah. I've got to get it. I'll be back because this is ridiculous. <laughs> I got to call someone. I don't, know. I, mean, I, just, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I need to talk to some people who know, get on my level. How yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. It's right like as it, brilliant as Tony is and as brilliant as Peter is, they're not yeah. on Strange's level. They're just, oh, no, it's not like, even close. I mean, even Banner, right? You've got three of the no, no. brightest human well, minds sure he shut banner down yeah on the planet three of the smartest <laughs> like, i mean you can you can add shuri in there but strange doesn't interact with her at all in the, in this movie no, well i'm saying in terms of like banner you know when shuri was just like well why didn't you connect all the neurons yeah, like why didn't like, you just do that we didn't, I, we, we didn't we didn't think, think of, of it. it yeah you know <laughs> like be, like it was like oh okay so we know who the brains is like, yeah, we know who the brains yeah. Are. like so all right like he's got three brilliant <laughs> you know and, and i like this peter parker <laughs> yeah. too is represented like who Peter's supposed to be. Peter Parker's a scientist. And so, yeah, uh, he's got three really bright minds and strange. Like, you know, you guys, you guys are just what? tripping all, all over yourself. You I got three dummies. I got three of the what? dumbest dummies along with doofuses me. just running around. Doofuses, right yeah. <laughs> doofuses and suits. What is happening? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Spider-Man really cool how he's introduced into it. And, and this is, yeah. and this goes, I think with it, with how everyone's introduced. It's like, it's just, it's like introduction after introduction. And it's just, the story is moving so briskly, you know, from there it shifts to, it got a little bit herky jerky with the Wanda vision romance, which you know, is played up in civil war a little bit. Like when he's like cooking her, her favorite Sokovian meal. And I think in order for both, uh, Wanda and visions story to have the emotional impact, you had to demonstrate that there was an emotional connection and a romantic connection between the two. It was just kind of a hard clutch shift to go from, we're rocketing into space on the donut ship to kissy face in the, hotel room you know yeah 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 it was definitely i mean you and that was just right oh at the beginning, hold on before right, we go to that like happening yeah before yeah, we go to that hang on i i've, I've had to want to mention one other thing uh i i love banner being the one who makes the call to steve right because he doesn't know anything that's happened oh yeah he's been gone for two years so he has no idea yeah, right been, so he's, he's even asking he's like to the world he's like well where's steve where's this and i like tony oh, saying we broke up you know like a band yeah yeah what <laughs> yeah yeah and, like a, and he says he, what do you mean you broke up yeah and, and you know when he tells me he's like you know we had a falling out like a pretty hard falling out and just banners just kind of like you know why why the world's falling apart tony who cares like he just like he, totally yeah gets the scale of it you know he's seen the scale oh of it, dude he's, he's like, visited other planets your argument yeah. does not matter anymore like that is the, the most bullcrap argument you know i don't care that you guys don't like each other right like that is ridiculous yeah. that you would even bring and that so up. it's banner who makes the call <laughs> which is which is very cool yeah. but yeah so um you know we see we find out that you know cap Falcon, Vision, and Wanda are essentially the secret Avengers, even though they're not called right, that. Right. Um, no, they are the no. secret Avengers. I love Cap's look in this movie. I mean, you see bullet holes in his armor, um, yeah. which you can tell they the stars ripped the off. stars yeah. ripped off. They've they're essentially they're fugitives on the run. So I mean, not only yeah. are they nomad, yeah. they're they're doing they're being do gooders, but they're also sure. avoiding authorities 
anywhere and everywhere that they can. Yeah. But so they've still been doing stuff and they've still been they've still been in action. They've still they been avenging been without action. <laughs> yeah, they've still been running around doing stuff and that's what, you know, Scarlet Witch talk, not Scarlet Witch, but Black Widow talks about is how about, you know, we talked about staying underneath the radar. We talked like we talked about checking in every once in a while. Like yes. like that's all we, you know, and obviously when uh, vision went off the radar like that's what they kind of talk about like he kind of shut off his transponders and so him and wanda could actually have some alone have some time, time and, together yeah. yeah and uh and and really kind of figure out if that you know they talked about it if that worked and to see if that relationship would hold and they they both agreed that it did and then there was a spear through vision's chest yeah <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you know and as now they're it's kind on. of like trying to talk about yeah, stuff and now and, they're in it and he can't phase anymore which was obviously mm-hmm. like his biggest ability yep. to avoid you know you know we, we saw that in action so many times his ability to phase in and out of uh you know his his molecules could move around to where you know, objects would pass through him but being stabbed with whatever weapon that the disciples of Thanos had totally completely disrupted that and permanently injured him yes. for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he he eventually became a non-factor uh in the fight because he couldn't. Yeah, he could no longer do anything. Yeah, he couldn't yeah. fight. Yeah. Uh so, you know, in just kind of fast forwarding a little bit, you know, you get the the reunion somewhat of the Avengers. I like the Thaddeus Ross uh cameo. I thought that was pretty cool. Um where oh, you know, yeah, Steve yeah, yeah. just kind of tells yeah. me it's like, "Well, we have to he goes, you know, what what are we going to do here? You know, I mean, either we fight or, you know, you arrest me or whatever. And he's like, well, I forget the exact line that, that Ross gives him. And then Steve just says, well, we'll fight you too. <laughs> if you're in our way, then we'll, we'll fight, fight you, you too. too. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, like, yeah. he tells me, he's all, you know, Colonel, uh, arrest this man. <laughs> he's like, okay, Tony or Steve, you're court martialed. Well, there you go. All right. <laughs> And Steve's just like, yeah, okay. That's, All right, whatever. Okay. All right, yeah. Okay. Because even, you know, Rhodes got it. You know what I mean? Yep. Rhodey understood, like, okay, like, this is bigger than everything. Tony's gone. Yeah, they don't right? know where so Tony's Tony gone. Can't make the call. Banner's back Spot, at the you know, new the, Avengers headquarters. Peter's gone. Peter's gone. You know, and, and Strange is gone. So yeah. all three of those big dudes are gone. The, Rhodes is trying to just pick up the pieces to figure out what the next move is. And then here come yeah. And you the, got the Banner Avengers who's talking about Thanos door. and all this other stuff. He's wigging out. Yeah, you know <laughs> he's scared. Yeah, and he's just like, oh hey, you know, all of a sudden you know he meets Steve and them. And he's like, oh hey guys, you know, <laughs> like that was a great reunion. Yeah. Um, to you know to to for them to see you know him looking at uh, uh, Natasha yes, was yeah you know obviously like you know you, the last thing that that uh, Natasha saw was Hulk turning off the uh, mm-hmm. the transponder yeah. which he you know at that point Banner was asleep you know what I mean yeah like, that was the Hulk you know, whether the Hulk turned it that off, was yeah. the Hulk uh, and I you know and maybe it was a little bit of both maybe it was a little bit well of because like remember Bruce she not, she did Bruce say was all tore up yeah you he know was still she, tore up about all that stuff you know she just said you know hey big guy the sun's the sun's going down, you know, and even when you look at Ragnarok, when, when Banner sees that video replay in the Quinjet. Yeah. And, uh, he turns into the Hulk and, and again, at that point, no, 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 he didn't, you know, he stayed as Banner at that point. You know, he remembers that even though he was Hulk, yeah. he rem- he remembers that. And there was still a blend of the two. And I think, you know, Banner, I think, because uh, you think about the Hulk is hit Banner's emotions heightened to 11. And when Natasha pops up on the screen, there's a regret emotion. Yes. That, that Banner has 
to the responsibility and or the obligation of a relationship. And there's a regret there. And I think when he's Hulk, that regret exemplifies itself into what it did, into the physical action of actually trying to turn off the television, you know, turn off the monitor and yeah. and take off in the twin in the Quinjet. So um yeah, and I think that was a really, you know, it was just it wasn't played up at all like it was just kind of a quick meeting no, but um, there wasn't of time course, i really there wasn't time yeah. yeah there wasn't time to even talk about anything but as much as i know i of course wanted to see that conversation play out a little bit and to be able to understand like see both of those characters try to come to terms with what's going on you know the big donut in the sky and like hey like i i missed you like yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like there's you know there what you know what happened we had a little you argument know, that conversation we all had an argument we could have used you you know you could have been the deciding factor in civil war yeah, here you really right? could have helped out yeah, you know, you could, which was great that the the most powerful you know uh, uh, avengers weren't can you imagine him in the middle of all that <laughs> well because thor and hulk would i mean that's the thing thor would have shut it down um and Hulk would have just been there to be the muscle. To yeah, and and, and and who's to say that he would have even sided with either one? He could have just gone into a rage Hulk and would just not have sided. Yeah, he could one. have just taken out everyone. You know. Oh, I mean, you you think about how he treated. You know, it's like his first. I know we're kind of derailing, but his first encounter with Thor after they take down the giant worm is to punch him. Yeah, yeah, because he's annoying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so it's not even like a Hulk operates in neutral territory. Uh, Hulk is a libertarian. Yeah. Don't, don't encroach on me. And if you do like, I have no obligation to, to anything like, don't you leave me alone. Yeah. I'm over here. Leave me alone. Correct. Anyway, but, uh, no, that's, that's, <laughs> a, good, that's a good point to put anyway. it. The, the libertarian Hulk, we had the interpretive Hulk. Now we've got the libertarian. That's the libertarian. Hulk. Yeah. 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 So uh, don't take his money and leave him alone. Don't ta- yeah. You know don't tread on him and you know, he'll be fine. So <laughs> uh, live and let live. Yeah. Come you on. know, and, uh, you know, the, I like the way the guardians were introduced, uh, as well too. You know, obviously you get, um, you know, because we're going a little long here. We're stretching all this stuff out because there's so much to unpack. But, yeah. you know, their interaction with Thor, you know, Star-Lord in his deep voice and, you know, Gamora and, and, yeah. and uh, Mantis gushing over how manly, you know, yeah. Thor is. And uh, you're a dude. He's a man. Yes. And, you know, again, <laughs> dude, we talk about how there have been very, very few miscasts in these movies, Ryan. I think we can agree with that. Now, you know, we talked about very, Edward very Norton. Few. We talked about Terrence Howard, right? Um, well, and the miscasts have been corrected. The miscasts have been cases, corrected. You know or, what I mean? So it's like, can are they really miscast anymore? Is it or just the character's like, well, just gone, of, right? <laughs> you know, Natalie Portman. Just and, gone. You know, that character's no longer around. Right? But, you know, Dave Batista, uh, who, you know, we talked a little pro wrestling before this started. You know, he's a former professional wrestler, now turned actor, has been in, you know, Two Guardians movies, Avengers. He's in Blade Runner 2049. Um, yeah. He is so perfectly cast as Drax. Yeah. And just that dry delivery. Uh, you know, him watching Gamora and, and Quill kiss, and he's just standing there eating. He's like, <laughs> I am so still, I am invisible. I'm like, but we can see you. You cannot. For my moves are so slow and precise, 
you cannot see imperceptible. me. Imperceptible. Imperceptible. You cannot see me. And then he, it's like he's eating applesauce or something. Or no, he's eating some sort of crunchy. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, crunchy like snack. Toffee, yes, 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 yes. Like a tough, like a toffee snack. Yeah. And then uh, who is it that walks snack, in and just goes, hey, Drax. And he's like, damn. Oh, it was Mantis. Mantis. And walks oh, yeah. By. Hi. <laughs> oh, hey, Drax. Hi, Drax. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> but what's interesting, I think that's a callback to his powers in the comics is that he actually, there is an ability from yes. him. He can st- stand still and kind of blend into background. Yeah. Um, which is just, I was a nod to which like clearly Drax's he cannot kind of do power. in this version of Drax. <laughs> right. You know, it's it, we get, you know, in movie form, we can't dive into a Guardians of the Galaxy comic book where we explore, you know, no. four issues of Drax history. No. Like, it just doesn't Jimmy work Christmas, that way. Like, no. we have to make movies. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. a thing. It's cool. And no worries, right? Yeah. Like, well, I'm not mad about and, it. And, you know, for the first time, too, we see the, the, that Gamora and Quill really identify as, yeah, we are together. This, this is a, right, right, right. this is a couple, right? And Gamora ends up being, and, and this is where I disagree with a lot of people. A lot of people felt that Gamora's, uh, cause she really is kind of the key really to all of this, because not only did yeah. she know the location of the soul stone, uh, her death and Thanos revealing that to Quill is re- because they almost had that gauntlet off of Thanos. Yeah. They almost had it off. Mantis had Thanos subdued to i mean she's drowsy she's i mean she's like you need to hurry you need right i mean she's like struggling to keep him drowsy right it's taking every bit of her power and quill is demanding over and over where is gamora where is gamora thanos is cognizant enough to where basically he's like you know you know. Well, and that was revealed through Mantis feeling yes. regret. Yes. Because she starts crying because she's feeling his regret. And that speaks to the deepness of, he, of the Thanos yeah. villain, which we're, he's going to be the crown jewel that we talk about here other than oh, the yeah. dusting. Um, well, my response when you yeah. asked me, so you, you asked me one question. You go, you text me right after I had, you know, I had seen the movie. Uh-huh. And I, I mean, Lauren and I were out, um, so I didn't have time to really talk about it. But you were just like, hey, man, like I'm on pins. And oh, dude, yeah, but it was waiting for like on? three days. It's like you got to go see this. movie. Right. You got to go see this movie. And so the first thing I said was, hey, you know, Lauren and I are out. Can't really talk right now. But the second the second sentence in that text was. Four words. Thanos is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Like, For, yeah you talk about he is but anyway yeah we'll we'll get to the, we'll, 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 yeah. we'll really take yeah. apart thanos here but yeah so mantis is feeling that guilt that regret that remorse and so in the middle of all of these characters who this movie yeah. handled this ensemble beautifully oh my god beautifully yeah it really came down to gamora and star lord they were the keys and who would yeah. have thought going into this that yeah. those two out of everyone else, because everyone was so focused on Steve, was Steve gonna was Steve gonna die? Was Thanos going to kill well, of Steve? Course, man, was was yeah. was Tony gonna be give be the ultimate sacrifice that that you know Cap said you won't ever do? That's where you and I were. Yeah, where Cap told me he's like you you're not gonna fall on the grenade. You won't fall on a grenade. I have. You won't fall on a grenade. Was Tony gonna finally fall on that grenade? Um, or or was it gonna be you know Thor? Because in the trailers it was Thor. We didn't know what Thor was doing in that trailer. It looked like he was no. being tortured, you know? Um, yeah, he was attached to a machine that we didn't really understand, yeah. which we found out what it was. But it ends but, up yeah. being Gamora and Star-Lord are the keys. And if, and if you remember, and I'm sure you do, but it, the, the, before that moment, Star-Lord 
uh, pulled the trigger. And I think, and I don't, and I want to make sure that 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 is emphasized because I, you know, as we talk about this, and I've talked about this with a few friends, and it's like everyone in that sequence, like they're just like, dude, Star Lord screwed it up. Like Star Lord ruined the that event from having like they almost had the glove off and there. Well, he and Tony is even told him yelling at Thanos. Yeah, like, don't let it bug you. Don't let it. Don't. Yeah, let it Tony's hit you, telling right? me because he maybe he kept saying he said focus Quill focus focus and he's like we yeah, almost not have right it. now we almost have We're it not right now we can't do that right now which is a callback I think to uh, uh there was a callback but anyway um, but who would have put it on but someone had would had to have put that gauntlet on to who would have wore it essentially right like or do you know maybe strange could have got them out of there maybe oh you create know, a quick um, portal and get everyone out yeah, yeah. Create, create the so but remember before that moment quill had literally come to terms with a you know he didn't know why gamora asked him to sh- kill her yeah if Thanos captures me, kill me. Yeah. You have to it, understand that. Correct. You have to kill me. Um, and because she she knew that Thanos would do something to get the information out of and her. And he used Nebula as the and he used Nebula torturing to Nebula so, to get Gomorrah to give it up. Right. Yeah. Of course. So um, Which was a heart wrenching so, scene too, because it oh, also just, plays into what Nebula told Gamora in volume two. Yeah. She said, Every time you would beat me in combat, he would, you know rip something out of me and replace it with something else. Th- yeah. You know, Thanos never loved Nebula. He was just a toy that he could do whatever he wanted yeah. to. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So I think she's going to be a huge part moment, of part four as well too. I think she's oh, going to she be, be a huge yeah, yeah, part. Yeah. So when Thanos has Gamora and she looks at Quill and just tell, you know, you have to, you have to kill me. I, you, we agreed you, t- you said, okay, Peter Quill, no matter what happened at that moment, right? We all know Thanos used the reality stone to to essentially exercise his will yeah, and bubbles, what he wanted, right? Gun. Right? Which he used bubbles quite a bit, which is whatever. Thanos That's loves fine. bubbles. What can you say? But at the same time, Peter pulled the trigger. He, in his own head, got to the space to kill the 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 woman he loved, right? Like to kill her. And he knew he had to do it. He pulled the trigger. Yeah. So for him to just then realize that after he got into that headspace, dove into that emotional depth to do that thing, only for her to be taken alive anyway, and then to be then realized again that Thanos just killed her anyway. He was going to sacrifice her, yeah. That, I mean, that, that roller coaster ride of. I, I, you know, it's like, that's what I felt like when, yeah. when he's like up there fighting Thanos, I'm just like, dude, Peter, he, you know, he, he sacrificed her like essentially like he, he, in his own head, like he got to the place to sacrifice her and it didn't work. And now she's gone. Now he, he has to live with that moment of their last moment together was him pulling the trigger on her. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last moment that Peter Quill and Gamora had together. Yeah. There's no reconciliation. There's no sorries. There's no love to be shared between the two of them ever, ever again. Because if you and I discussed, we believe there are a few permanent death, permanent deaths in this movie yeah. and Gamora is one yeah, of them. Yeah, I believe so too. I, I, I think uh, in order for this story but anyway, to, yeah. to continue to have its impact, yeah. Um, and, and who knows where volume three is going to go? We know guardians volume three is on, on its way. We, we knew that before sure, sure, sure. infinity war yeah. ever, you know, hit the screen. 
Right. Um, yeah, I, I think in, it, it, she needs to be a permadeath in order for, oh, yeah. you know, things to remain, I think, consistency and growth with Quill. And I think it's unfair for a lot of fans to look at that and go, oh, it's all Peter Quill's fault. Uh, no, there, there were a lot of opportunities uh, for, right. for victory. Like, like we, just, we talked about Thor. Right. Thor, you know, you should have gone for the head. Yeah, he, he, you're right. You, you, you probably know, should have, but, right? but you don't, yeah, but, you're not thinking of that in that you moment. You can't blame him in that moment. I mean, it was the thing. I, I couldn't blame him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course, he's going to blame himself for that because that's, he was literally told by the guy he was trying to kill, you should have killed me. Yeah. Like, you, you, you missed. Yeah, oops. You, you missed me. Oops. Yeah, should have gone for the hit. You got a good hit, but yep. you missed. Oops. Yeah, so in that scene. So that Peter Quill moment when he's when he's trying to drag that out of her, of course, he's not listening to anything no, else. No, he is so yeah, that's in. That's harking back to when, uh, you know, you think about when uh, an ego revealed that he killed, you know, Peter Quill's mother. Yeah. It was just immediate, like Peter Quill opened fire. Yeah, just, like it just, it wasn't even a thought. Yeah. Like when I put that tumor into her, you what? Yeah. Doom, 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 yeah. Doom, out came the gun. Like it was, yep. He's ready yeah, like without a hesitation, you know what I mean? So I, you know, I get Peter's headspace on that one. I, I, you know, I think that was for a character move. Like that was the story. Like that was the exact story that I would have understood. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it just, it made, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, when you get to the end and the after the snap and, and the dusting that happens and, and Quill ends yeah. up being one of them, uh, yeah. I think that that makes the impact that much harder. So not only right. was he willing to sacrifice Gamora, he, he, like you said, he pulled the trigger, it turned into a bubble gun. They almost had the gauntlet off of his hands. You know, Tony is pleading with Quill, right? Just focus, oh focus, gosh, don't, don't. We almost yeah. have it. We almost have it. Tony is so far in over his head. Spider-Man's so far in over his head. Strange is connected to the dots like, holy smokes, I'm in over my head. Sorry. Yeah, that was the callback. Yeah. The Tony callback to Quill was the the Steve callback to Tony yes. in Civil War yes. telling Tony, wait, 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 don't, don't lose it. Yes, we Bucky was the guy that killed your parents, but wait, like don't yep. lose it, don't like don't lose so it. So Tony actually so learned. Tony something. knew that. Tony learned. Tony knew that yes. and knew like to tell Quill yeah. like, do 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 do. No, like, no, no, I've no, done no. this before. Right. I've made this mistake. Like, do not make this mistake. Which is his, mm -hmm. you know, of course, his entire walk with with uh, Parker. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll 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 get to that here in a second as well too. So yeah, uh, and then you know the the Gamora death were were revealed uh, that. Red Skull still alive. I loved it. I actually thought, you know, when oh, they man. went to that was great. When they went to uh, Vormir, I, I thought that that was actually going to be death. That they because death plays such a huge part. The character death, well, and mm -hmm. death itself plays such a big yeah. part in the Infinity Gauntlet. It's funny. I joked. I said, Ryan, as we start this, I've got the Bible sitting here, the Infinity Gauntlet. The yeah, the Holy Scripture called the Infinity <laughs> Gauntlet. You know, combing through this, where will we see in Avengers Part Four? Probably not much. That's what's in this, <laughs> but it's it's fun <laughs> yeah. to speculate. But part of the reason why an Infinity Gauntlet that Thanos wants the the Gauntlet is because he's in love with Lady Death. Death is personified as a female character uh, in the Marvel right. universe, and Thanos is madly in love with her. So Thanos's goal in the MCU is a very very different than his goal in the Infinity Gauntlet. That's why you can't use the gauntlet is is a amazing story as that is reasonable if you have not read infinity gauntlet buy it read it you will love it 
Right. It's fantastic. That, you know, when they went to Vormir and you see this floating, you know, Nazgul <laughs> from the Lord of the Rings, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, dude, that's death. That's death. Death yeah, is guarding yeah, yeah. the last soul yeah, stone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm getting excited because I'm like, dude, is death is like how's death gonna play a part with Thanos' character? Right. But then um now it should be noted that Red Skull was not portrayed by Hugo Weaving. Uh he is another one who's gone on the MCU. Uh, it's actually played by, I forget the actor's name, but he's in The Walking Dead. Um, oh, and okay. he's able to make his voice sound a little bit like Hugo Weaving, which is very cool as yeah. well, too. So as we're sitting there, li- I'm listening to you know this character talk, and I'm like, why does he sound so familiar? And I'm trying to put two and two together, and then the, the hood comes back, and it's Red Skull, which got a nice cheer oh, from, the, from the crowd. So we're good. like, yes! It's like, I told everyone Skull's not dead. He's not dead. There's no way Red Skull's dead. <laughs> Now, if does he play a part in anything else? Who knows? I think it'd be very, very cool. Uh, it was awesome. It way. was still a very cool cameo to see Red Skull is still there because Red Skull, even to this day in the comic books, is such a vital part of the history yeah. and storytelling of the Marvel <clears throat> Universe. Yeah. Um, so that was very cool. I got to say, though, Ryan, Gamora's death, um, while impactful and emotional, Um, I didn't have the, uh, oh, I think because we were kind of building to that already. Yeah. And and not that I don't have an attachment to the Gamora character. I do. There was a lot of preamble to her death, though. Like, there was a lot of buildup. We kind of saw it. You kind of can, it's like after, you know, they reveal that why they're there and like the sacrifice that Thanos has to make, you're like, oh. Yeah. And of course, you know, Gamora laughs. She's like, well, you have no attachment to anything. And I love the flashback storytelling of when Thanos took her as a little girl because it makes the Thanos character not a classic villain in the sense. Right. He is capable of feeling love. He's a sociopath. There's no doubt. He's a psychopath. There's no doubt. He's a mad Titan. Yeah. Though he is capable of feeling love when he's allowed to do so. And while in the comic, it's death that he falls in love with. Right. Um, and, and, and it's not a father uh, daughter love. It's it's a mate. He wants death to be his mate, his his uh, partner. Obviously, that's not the love that he feels for Gamora. It's you're my daughter. And yeah, Nebula was never his daughter. Nebula was his plaything. Nebula was his toy. And right. Uh, but Gamora was his was his love. That was his daughter. And that those flashback scenes of even wanting to not let her see half of her, of her population of her planet killed the knife telling her to feel the balance, right? Uh, Calling her little one child. I mean, those are Mm -hmm. terms of endearment, you know? And so you, while I didn't, I didn't feel like this gut wrenching emotion for Gamora's death in some weird way, I almost felt it for Thanos because he really feels like yeah. he's doing the right thing. Yep. Right? Now, that doesn't excuse his behavior by any means. Well, but that's the thing. And, and what makes, and, you know, having this conversation too is just like there's nothing makes a better villain than a villain completely sold that what they're doing is positive. Yeah. Yes. Like they are doing good. 
Yes. As far as how they see it. It's not that they're trying to take over with power. We see Killmonger trying to take over with power, trying to show people what they mean and like we can enforce this. And like, it's just like, no, man, I'm trying to save people. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to save species. Yeah. Thanos and yeah, believes kill, he's showing mercy. I am saving people. Yes. And that's what Thanos honestly believes. He thinks he's saving yeah. people. And I think, you know, a lot of people think, well, yeah, he's going about it. You know, obviously he's going about it in the 100% wrong way. Because he's a you know a psycho, he's a mad titan. You know we 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 get that reference, and I love hearing that reference. I yes, love when they get to call him the mad titan, I think that's great. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, it's uh he he truly believes in his heart. He's doing good, and people keep getting in the way. Yeah, he doesn't understand. Like, I'm trying to help you. Yeah, he doesn't understand. It's like why do you keep getting in the way? Like I have to knock you around because you're getting in the way. Like I'm, I'm doing good here. And you notice like, you guys can't see it because I'm seeing it from this level, right? The way Doctor Strange may see correct. it, correct? Where he's seeing it from this high level of just like, dudes, uh, you know, you know, the way he tells me, I will let you know. Doctor Strange tells Tony, I will let you and the boy die before before I give, I give up, up this stone. time stone. Yeah, I will let. The, and he calls him the boy, which I really yeah. I loved his like, yeah. you know, like flick. Like, it's just a flick, uh, you know, t- talking about Peter. And in that deep Cumberbatch uh, yeah. voice, too, of his. Which oh, is, yeah. I'm going to let you and the boy die. Die. You know, I know. Just, he's got uh, a tough voice to replicate. So, it's so good. So good. It's Benedict. What do you do? Yeah. And it's uh, anyway. and, and Thanos, too, is he's not this villain who just indiscriminately kills. He just it's not like this a murder spree. Now, again, he's a murderer. He is a serial killer. But it's not just like indiscriminately, because even when you look at at how like he could have killed Hulk. Now, who knows if, if Hemdall hadn't sent Hulk out of there, would he have? You don't know. But he didn't kill Cap when he when he when he not he basically knocked Cap out, right? Uh, yeah, that was oh, looked like man, it could have been my the, heart, in the comic. My book, heart jumped a in lot the comic book. Right that was there. the killing blow when he punched. Cap, though in the Infinity Gauntlet, that's how he kills in Cap. Head, Cap yeah. is literally uh, the last hero standing. Stand, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what what I loved well, about I, that know, interaction, kind of jumped. Lauren, Lauren grabbed my hand a little dude, bit. Dude, I'm telling you, and, you I'm know. telling you, brother. If you, oh, yeah. everyone, people who know me, mm-hmm. all right, my favorite comic oh, yeah. book character of all time is Batman. My favorite Marvel, and probably my second favorite is is Captain America. I. Sure. I love the Captain America character. And I got to tell you, man, the last 30 minutes of that movie, I'm, I'm white knuckle in my seat. I'm like, dude, if, oh, if yeah. cap is going out, man, Here we go. that's, you know, and we get, we got a little bit of the tease, um, with, with Tony when, when the sword goes, you know, into Tony. Oh yeah. And, and yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, I wasn't fully sold. I was like, mm. I think that's going to be. It wasn't a killing blow. It's like, it's and, be a bit, and we saw that. Yeah, yeah. Like you immediately saw that that it wasn't a killing blow, and I'm like, they don't. You know, it's like in in you know, you kind of think about okay, standard movie forms, like how do characters go? Like characters go like dramatically and stuff like yeah. that, but they don't get like a non-killing blow, and then they get a killing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not really drawn out yeah. that way. And so when stat when he got stabbed, like I was like, uh, where do you get but stabbed? If he, okay, but that's like he, a okay. Yeah, but his right. suit and in that battle too. I mean, just his his oh, armor is so gone, great. right? I mean, it's just just jumping back on him. He's transitioning it from one spot to another because it's just flying off. Yeah, so great. Yeah, such a great just fight. Just trying such a his hardest fight. to keep up with Thanos, and of course he can't. And no, um, but you know what I what I really appreciated about 
you know, the way Thanos was presented is that, you know, he could have, he could have just, you know, wiped out all of these characters at any time, but yet it doesn't play with what we established with Thanos. He's not there to indiscriminately kill. Right. And we had a lot of fake outs on the deaths. Like, Drax was turned into stones, uh, as in Mantis was kind of like her reality was like, oh, well, that was the reality stone. Yeah, yeah. And then when and, he and, when he laughed, they go, yeah. they kind of reassemble back up. Yeah, I thought that. I, I honestly like when Drax got hit that way. I was like, oh yeah, my this God, Drax, Drax is gone. Yeah, Drax is there, gone. There went Drax, but it wasn't yeah. until like she's sp- the spiraling of Mantis, and then she blinked, and I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, like they're both yeah, reality they're just stone. yeah, he's okay. reality stone. Uh, so yeah, you know, when, when Thanos finally makes his way to earth and you know, you, you get to that scene. I mean, he's, he has stabbed Tony. We're not really sure if Stark is alive, right. Or if he's going to make it, I got to say, I I figured that, you know, potentially I'm like, man, dude, we may have just seen Tony because even though it wasn't a killing strike, that suit is damaged enough, you know, they're on a planet with no way off. How does he strange is like. Well, this is what we still see. Strange has still has his stuff, so he can still get out Correct. of there. You know, and but they're there for a purpose, and he knows. You know, who knows, right? It's like what what what's going to happen with Tony? And then when he gets to Earth, you know, and he he's just literally making his way through one Avenger after another. We've seen the amazing oh, yeah. Wakandan battle. We see T'Challa rally his troops with Okoye. They all go into battle. Um, yeah. Really great, fantastic. Steve and, and T'Challa fighting back to back and they're just, they're getting so exhausted yeah. and they just keep going. And I think which the, the, the battle of Wakanda is so much more intense than the battle of New York because it's just this overwhelming, these, whoever the, this enormous, army was, yeah. they, they weren't Chitari, obviously they were just these mindless beasts to just like unleash the hounds. Right. Just, Oh yeah. And you know, it's just, it, it's literally feeling like this last stand. And one thing that I have always appreciated about the way our heroes look in the MCU versus the DCEU is they look beat up after big fights. Yeah. Nobody in the DCEU looks like they just got done fighting. <laughs> no. <laughs> they just Everyone's don't. still got clean suits. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's, looking, everyone's looking sweet. When it's all said yeah. and done, freshly showered, fresh as daisies, right? Save for Bruce's bruised back, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Steve, by the time he gets face to face with Thanos, he is beat up. I mean, he's dirty. Yeah, he's, he's cut. Been, he's been through it. We didn't get the I can do this all day, which I'm glad we didn't because we got it in Civil War, which I liked. Yeah. But, was, you know, yeah, that was the callback that we needed. And at that time, yeah, it was, yeah. this wasn't that. No, fight. no. Uh, and when Thanos, you know, brings the gauntlet down and Steve stops him and you get that close up, I like Thanos's reaction. Like, you know, he, he's, he knows that he could beat this man. I think he's just curious, but there's just that, like, really the, he's not coming at me with laser blasts and armor and he's not jumping around. He's not throwing stuff at me. He's just standing there and I'm swinging yeah. down at him and he stops. And there just is that moment of like, interesting you know yeah, um, like, yeah, there's like a curious. respect for the courage and the bravery he knows that he mm. and even you could tell steve even knows I, i'm not nothing, getting into a boxing match not, with this nothing guy. that i could do with this guy. not yeah but he's not going to back down because you've yeah. got vision there on the ground wanda's trying to get the time stone out 
And the only thing keeping Thanos from Wanda is Cap. It was Steve, yeah, standing there. And, dude, I'm telling you, man, I'm white knuckling. I'm like... That was... That was the... Yeah, so, I was like, dude, yeah, this is Steve. I thought when he, punched, when he punched Steve in the head, like, that was... I, I told, thought that was the killing was blow. Like, yeah. Yeah, because they made a big... Like, they sound affected it really well. They dramatized oh, it pretty just, well. You know, boom. Yeah. You know, you felt it in the theater kind of shake and... You know, and you're just and watching Cap just, Cap I mean, just he hits limp, the ground. I mean, like, he's just like, boom, just down. I mean, he's not yeah. twitching. He's, he's just like a heap. Just on the ground. It's just like, oh no. Like that was, that was that it. Was that moment. The killing that was blow. It. Yep. That was it. And then, uh, but honestly, man, uh, the Wanda vision sequence at the end broke me. I yeah. was, that was, that was tear fell down the cheek watching her and, and him telling her apart. Yeah, she's like you telling he her, he, her you have he's to just do this. telling her he loves her yeah and that's all he's doing he's just i love you like i love you don't forget me like i you know and she's just broken trying to trying to break it like she, she's using essentially she's acquiesced mm-hmm. at that moment and she says fine and goes for it and it's it's but it's still like a it's still a big process it's not like a single zap that she can just like oh yeah she's got to pour everything into it she's got to pour everything she's got into it and then she has to try to stop thanos for a minute yeah and he just and then time stone and then you know yep. finally hits it right breaks you know the time stone thing really quickly let's go back for a second the time stone thing you know, we talked and this is, you know, we, we talked about a lot of things at the beginning of the show about the show. Um, you know, when I, when on our way home, Lauren and I were, of course, we're talking about the movie and she was just like, I don't understand. She goes, I don't understand. Um, strange. And I was like, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, just the ease that he yeah, gave over yeah. that stone. Just the absolute, like after, okay. after saying I, I, after, I will let you and the boy die. Yep. And the and at that point Parker was in no trouble. No. And but and Steve had a non-fatal wound. Correct. Or I'm sorry, Tony, Tony had a non-fatal Correct, wound. Yeah. You know, we we know you know Thanos was very close to being like, "Okay, brother, I got to take you out because you're just not going to stop. Like I'm just going to have to knock your head off because I, you know, you're just going to continue to annoy me." <laughs> yeah. You know. You're being a real like, you're being a real pain in the butt, pal. You're a real, real pain in the neck. So, um, the way, the way strange did offer that, you know, and, and it's just reminding, and I took me a minute It actually took me a few days, uh, to remember why that would have happened. Yeah. And I was like, cause I, and I, we argued on the way home. So I was like, you're crazy, babe. Like that's, that, that's not the case. Like how wasn't dare like, you was woman, def- <laughs> woman, you I know. pulled the car over. And we, we, we like, we even like really debated about it. I'm just like, no, no, no. Like, you, you know, I gave her a you stern know, not, lecture over. <laughs> we did. We debated about it. Like we really, truly debated about Finger it. Finger pointing and everything. Um, just you dude, listen to it was, me. It was, it was surprisingly intense. <laughs> like, well, you know, yeah, it's, it's because, but, inst- but anyway, he sees but like I was the saying, end game. So he saw the he, end. Yeah. Game. If you remember, mm-hmm. like he goes through, remember well, when he's we got that cool, he goes through strange the 14, eight arm thing that was so cool right yeah that got a big cheer as well too that that classic strange like mm, yeah yeah so he goes so he tells tony that he's gone through the 14 million realities 14 million six hundred and five thousand scenarios with only one realities yes not just even scenarios with only one these are one 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 only one way that they can do it and that and And that's why he tells tony i I forgot 
I forgot that he gave that stone. Yes. I forgot that he even said that for a minute until like it took me, like I said, it took me a couple of days to kind of figure out like, oh, wait, he had to. He had to. Like that was the one he knew what was going to happen. And he said, okay, this has to happen. And here you have to have this. Tony has to live and you have to have this yep. stone. And that was the only way to do it. Yeah. And so when he, yeah, when he gave her that stone and of course we see Wanda go through the, just the heart, heart wrenching moment of destroying the person again, like that, again, like the star Lord, Peter Quill shooting Gamora. She had to follow through with destroying vision. Yeah. And, and it took all of her power and I'm glad you mentioned this. It took all of her power to destroy the time stone, which left her pretty much defenseless. She was wiped out. She, she was she, completely yeah, wiped. She's, she had nothing left in the tank. So even, even if left. she was able to turn around, because now all the other Avengers have, have fallen. She was going to die at Thanos' hand yeah. because he was so he was going to be so pissed that he would have he destroyed yeah. her. Like he just, all the other Avengers had either fallen totally or were preoccupied. They, they weren't there. Oh, yeah. They couldn't keep up. Yeah, no, or couldn't get to her. Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah, it, it, and I felt too at that moment, it's like, well, we're going to see the end of, uh, of Wanda. And it was really interesting because uh, you know, in, in the theater that I was in, when she destroys yeah. the time stone, not only was it, you're just like, you know, I'm with you, tear jerking, but Dude, there was also man, a cheer. Like, yes, like they did it. We, we, we got But it. then when he, you know, takes that gauntlet, he reverses time. And you see the green, you see the green. And there was like and a collective like, like, oh, like, oh, oh. forgot. And it's just like, oh, I can easily undo this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to step in front of you a little bit. When that time stone comes out, I'm going to grab it. And put it in. And then Vision, I mean, that's the thing yeah, about- Yeah, well, he grabs it out of Vision's that, head. He pulls it out of Vision's he, head. Yeah, yeah no, he, he, just, he kills Vision, yeah. like just yanks it right out of his head. Like, so the moment, here's the, the couple of killer, killer moments emotionally was one, Wanda doing that. Wanda killing Vision for the sake of humanity. And then it didn't end up meaning anything. Thanos <laughs> putting, back, putting it back together. Yeah. Vision's death was then realization that he was already destroyed. Yeah. Wanda did it and he's still and he's back and he's dead again. He's gotta go like, and she now she's the, gotta watch it again. And now she's gotta watch him die after she's already been through that. Again, it's that roller coaster of like the push and pull that we're seeing that Thanos is just Thanos is just out to get what he needs. The push and pull is happening just because that's what, you know. You're not going to, I'm not going to allow you to do that. Yeah. Like I, I've yeah. got to have that thing. Um, and so the, the devastation and honestly, like when we see, you know, kind of fast forward to the dusting, um, the relief on Wanda's face that she does get to go. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, cause I mean, that was total, total relief yes. for her that she does not have to live, yeah. continue to live facing that that event and you know and, and I, that was a relief on her face when she when she th- does that it. takes us to you know obviously the most um you know heart-wrenching gut-wrenching and, and i gotta say that um oh yeah man my 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 son james yeah uh yeah. man the faucets got turned on <laughs> for that oh, young Bubba. man he was yeah. he was having I felt for him. And he man. was having like, a hard me that, time. And, I just felt and you know, and, and, you know, and I'm sitting there, and I, I'm just, you know, I'm like, I've got to be strong, Dad. And I'm, just, yeah. and I'm over there going, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> as long as I don't have to say anything, I'm fine. Yeah, as long as he doesn't ask me to talk. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, the the dusting, you know, start. Well, yeah, you know, 
after he gets the last stone, in comes Thor with Storm Stormbringer. You should have you should have gone for the head. Snaps his fingers. We get an interesting conversation between Thanos, Child Gamora. Lots of theories yeah. on that. Is she inside the Soul Stone? Uh, because he is now a god, is he able to visit her ghost? Is you know he can pretty much yeah. bend realities around to whatever. And then that in a very interesting conversation there where she basically asking, you know, was it worth it? Was it worth it? Did you get what you wanted? Yeah. You know? And then we get to the after effects and, you know, the dustings is what, you know, we're all referring it to, uh, starts with Bucky and yeah. Um, that's when I got to tell you, dude, when you think of everything cap went through for Bucky. Oh yeah. Everything. And yeah. oh, and by the way, can I just say, <laughs> Bucky and Raccoon had one. There were two really great scenes in that fight. Number one, Bucky and on Raccoon Bucky fighting and together. Starts, oh, so yeah. Great. He goes, "Hey, so, how much for your gun?" He's like, "Not for sale." How much for the arm? What's for the arm? Not for sale. <laughs> gonna get that arm. I gotta get that. Gonna arm. get that arm. <laughs> and then he just starts shooting it. Love it. Gonna get that. Perfect. Bradley rocket. Cooper Perfect is rocket. so great. Gonna get that arm. Perfect rocket. I'm gonna get it. Gotta get <laughs> and he just starts it. shooting again. <laughs> How much for the gun? So Not for sale. How much for the arm? Not for sale. I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> Love it. It's so funny, And then man, yeah. uh, the I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. I mean, I love that. Oh, yeah. Just that in the middle of all that. I, I am, am Groot. Steve Rogers. I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Steve just. Oh, and just another callback yeah. again. I know we're, we're bouncing uh, all over the place. Thor's relationship with Groot. Yes. Uh, yeah. Being able to talk to Groot. Yes. He, under, um, he goes, it's all about tone. Because he was. <laughs> yeah. Well, he goes, oh, you know, he talks to Groot yeah. and he, you know, responds back to Groot and they're like, wait, you can understand him. He's like, yeah, we had a delegate on, on, on Asgard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is he saying it's yeah. all about tone and intonation <laughs> or something like that? Yeah. He's like. It looks at him like, yeah. what, you guys understand what he's saying? I mean, it's like, yeah, you don't get, you guys don't get yeah. it. <laughs> um, so I think that, and you know, there's a lot of, quite a funny, like quite a lot of funny group moments right at the beginning of the movie where, you know, and everybody, you know, he says, Groot. I am Groot and everybody turns around and just like, whoa, yeah. hey, he goes, Groot, pay attention. <laughs> I am Groot. Whoa. He's like, whoa, ever since he got a little sap, he's got a mouth on him. <laughs> that was so good, dude. <laughs> Uh, so, right in the middle of puberty. Yeah, so, you know, everything that Cap went through with, with Bucky, yeah. you know, yeah, for yeah, Bucky, yeah. he's walking, he's just like Steve and just, you know, he yep. goes and you're just like, that's oh. when, I mean, dude, I, I get the adrenaline rush just talking about it. I'm like, yeah. oh, here it goes. Here it goes. Right. And I can't remember the exact order. It, it doesn't really matter. Um, but. Well, the collection of the group, right? We had we had Bucky go, um, Wanda, uh, uh, Falcon, T'Challa. Falcon he, T'Challa reaches for a Koye, and oh yeah, God, that yeah. was tough. When she's like, "My king," and he's just whoa, yeah, gone. gone. Um, you know, uh, you know, Drax, Mantis, yeah, Drax, Peter um, Quill, yeah, Quill, Quill's interaction with Tony when you know he sees Drax go. You know, uh, I think Mantis. I think she says something like, "Oh no," or she's like, "What?" You know, just. Off she goes. Yeah. And, you know, Quill looks at Tony and Tony's like, steady, steady, steady. And he's like looking at Tony like, and off he goes. Yeah. He just goes steady, steady, Quill. And, and then Dr. Strange. Well, well, Parker before strange, right? No, strange goes. And then are you sure? Parker was last. The ultimately though, what most assuredly Parker was last. Yeah. Ultimately (laughs) what we're getting at is. Parker's uh, resoundingly, I think, has been the hardest, and and uh, I feel, oh, of course, I feel for my little man because he wore his amazing Spider-Man T-shirt, 
My yeah. James is like he loves Batman. He loves Superman. He like sure, he was uh, he was Team Tony only for one reason. Spider-Man. Spidey. Spider-Man Spidey was on Team Tony. Yeah. And if you ask him, it's like, are you Team Tony or Team Cap? He goes, I'm Team Spider-Man. I mean, he just, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loves the Spider-Man. Uh, he loves Deadpool. Well, well who didn't? He, he loves Deadpool. With Spider-Man when I was that yeah, age. Yeah, who doesn't? You know Everyone I mean? still loves like, Spider-Man. Everyone still loves... Like, when I was, you know, when I, it, that's the thing. Because when he's your age. When you get to relate. Yeah, he's your age, yeah. man. Like, he's, he's, the, he's the kid version. Yeah. He's the kid superhero. Uh, James like, also loves Deadpool, but uh, he does not get to see Deadpool movies. Uh, yeah, there's a little no, yeah. no. Just as a tip there, John, I'm just letting oh. you know. It's just a little piece oh, of advice. It's really funny, but you don't want to take your eight year old to see Deadpool. You don't want to take. You don't want to take your. Uh, you know, I know we got Deadpool two coming yeah. out, but I just as a piece of advice. Thank you, Ryan. Don't bring James. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, you know, I know, yes. I know that was. I'm glad someone told you were me. Really, I'm glad someone told me. Not really to, challenging that to take my preteen eleven year old uh, to see a yeah. hard R rated movie. Thank you for telling me that, Ryan. I appreciate. I'm I'm here for God, you. I love it. You know, and someone I'm needs here, to tell me. You know. Someone needed to tell me. So yeah. So when anyway. Peter when peter goes because i mean the way that scene was handled you know it's just because you're right now that i think about it, you're 100 right strange does go before tony so yeah. you're left with Parker. tony nebula and peter on titan yep and they're all just kind of standing there and when peter goes mr stark i don't feel so well i gotta tell you man that theater we were mm. in it, i mean you had people you heard the, just you the had gasp. people wailing no and my little man god bless him it breaks my heart he just goes no no and he like he's grabbing at me and i'm like oh you sons of bees you realize what you've done to us parents (laughs) do you realize what you've done my son had to console me when han solo died now i got peter parker over here um and so when he's like mr stark i don't feel so well and tom holland again holy cow when he's like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to oh go. God. And, and Tony is clutching him, clutching him, lays him down. And then his last words are, I'm sorry. And just, I'm sorry. So Ryan, I got to say, let's flashback. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. I got to say, you know, we talked about that, you know, if Steve, um, were to have died, which, you know, he didn't, he did not dust. He did get the last word though. And I love his last line when he just, he's sitting there next to Bucky's pile of dust. And he just goes, oh, my God. Yeah. Right. But, oh, and Rocket and, and Groot's was, was pretty heart-wrenching, too, when Rocket is just like, yeah. not again. And he's just like, I am Groot. Yeah, and then Groot and just, goes. And off he goes. And Rocket's not just, again. Yeah, he's just like, not again. Not again. I mean. And when Lauren and I watched, uh, we, as I mentioned before, yeah. Lauren and I watched the uh, Guardians. Oh, 1. so she didn't have a reference um, to that, did she? No. Yeah. No, no, okay. no, no. So I reminded, as so we talked, as soon as Guardians 1 ended, I said, now it makes it even more devastating yep. that he lost Groot again. again. We are Groot, right? And yeah. she's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it was just like, not just again. That, just not again. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we talked about, you know, well, how would, a few how things. would, if I, if, what's that? If, yeah. It just a few things. If yeah, I may. please, please, please. With 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 when Parker 
starts and here's what hit the hardest when I started kind of, you know, you know, people breaking this stuff down on the internet and kind of going through like, you know, the motions and, you know, of course, you know, the, the Parker scene, the, I don't want to go scene is just, uh, you know, I'm, I, I get a little, I'm getting tingly about it right now. Like if delivered with incredible mm. drama, well, cause we heard, we heard that at the same time, like you, you go back to homecoming and we remember when he's underneath the rubble and he's like, he's scared. Help me, help me. That was breaking my heart then. And then when he's just like, I don't want to go. And he starts begging with Tony. And, and Tony can't do anything. I'll, I'll, talk, about, Tony I'll talk about Tony, Tony in a second. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll talk about him in a second. But the the thing that kind of hurt me the most, and when I read this uh, theory, essentially, well, it's not really a theory. It's kind of like, you, maybe you, you know, you could put the pieces together. But Peter's the one who, f- he his spider sense told him everything he needed to know long before he went he knew he was going long before everyone else who who went so when 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 everyone else dusted off they knew in that one singular moment that they were gone yes. right they they realized it only in an instant only for half a second peter's spider sense was tingling was telling yeah. him the entire time he was talking to tony like of course he didn't he didn't dust until he laid down on the ground he had a conversation. He had that last conversation that lasted about five seconds, five to 10 seconds with Tony um, before, you know, that was so much longer than anyone oh, else's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, realization. Yeah. But it was only because his power told him that, that, he's, di- that he's going, that he's dusting. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you, you know, it's like even more devastating to think that he had to recon- try to reconcile so much information about his own mortality, about Tony's involvement, about how he knows that he's disappointing Tony, or he feels like he's disappointing yeah. Tony, because you, you, you jet back, all right? Let's time travel again, right? We're time traveling back to homecoming. Tony walks out of the suit and says, if, if someone dies out there, it's on me. But if you die, that's on me. And that's what I was going to get at. You know, we, we talked about how yeah. Tony could potentially go into this deep depression if Steve died because of the way that relationship ended, Peter's yeah. the one death that I think that would affect him That's so worse. much more because he, Tony's the one who it's brought worse. him in to all of yeah. this. Yeah. Going back to civil you war. You could blame again. Like when, you know, it's like, what, what's, what is Tony's fault? You know, we could line up a lot of things about what Tony is fault for inside of like trying to protect everyone. Now, to be fair, he was trying to get Peter off of the ship, trying to get him away, yes. told, told Friday to get him out of here, get him out of here. That's exactly what he said to him. Now, Peter acted on his own yeah. to stay and tried to move forward. Now, so when you're on a, you know, you're a, you're marooned on a, on a foreign planet that you've just realized <laughs> you that get okay, off we of can it? travel <laughs> for the first time. We realize we can space travel, right? Number one. And secondly, <laughs> we've got to figure out how to get out of yeah, here. How's, how's, it, how's um, Tony and Nebula? Well, Nebula may could probably help so, him get out of there, but you know, yeah, maybe so. And she's got the experience to know all that yeah. stuff that she'll have, but, and that's what probably will get them out of there. But at the same time, like Tony will, that's, that's instantly, you know, when thinking about like, yeah, if cap goes like, man, that would devastate Tony. Like Tony would be broken. Like I didn't even, it didn't even enter the realm of possibility walking into that theater that I would watch Peter Parker die. Uh, yeah. And see, and that's why it was brilliant to have him yeah. go. Now, yeah, 
the one thing that could break Tony more than watching Steve, Steve go would be would be is watching would Parker. be Parker. Yeah. yeah, and you know you you had to have um that that hard gut punch, right? Oh man, uh, it it was it was if it was Bucky it was, wasn't hard enough. Bucky's right? like, Bucky's was tough, uh, just because again the everything Steve went through to redeem yeah. Bucky was just yeah. disappeared in front of his Gone. face. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. All of it's gone. Uh, you know, Rocket and Groot, their, their, theirs was tough. Peter's and Tony's ranks number one in terms of toughness because again, Oh yeah. This movie had to have that hard gut punch. And we, yeah, we yeah. criticized heavily James Gunn for making the comment that Guardians Volume 2 was the Empire Strikes Back of the Guardians of the Galaxy. And I sure. said, anytime you tell me something's going to be the Empire Strikes Back, you're setting a pretty lofty goal. Right. I mean, even non-Star Wars fans will tell you, mm, that's okay. <laughs> you, you best that's, deliver on that. That is strong. You best, <laughs> that is a strong statement. You best deliver on that. And there, there have yeah. been some that have. I, I, the Dark Knight Returns, very easily, that's the Empire Strikes Back of, of that trilogy, sure. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This, Ryan, even though it's the third act, this was the Empire Strikes Back of the MCU. Because okay. when I remember as a kid, when I saw Empire, well, Han's frozen. He's off to Jabba's yeah. palace with Boba Fett. Yeah. Luke just got his rear end handed to him by Vader. We had the big reveal, you know, everything's up in the yeah. air. And the movie just ends with, you know, uh, Leia and Luke looking out into space at this completely unknown future. Everything Luke has been told has now been undone. Yeah. And we go to credits. And I remember as a kid going, what? I'm expecting more yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? So we're not done yet. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie ends, you know, Thanos will return. And I remember people just kind of going, well, what? And, and it was like, number one, yeah, I should have saw this one coming. I mean, what do you think? This is going to be a four hour movie. Um, and then having to reassure you know, my little man, you know, as we're sitting there yeah. waiting for the end credits, which break your heart even more with, you know, yeah. <laughs> agent Hill and, and Nick Fury seeing their demise. And then the distress signal for captain Marvel. For Captain Marvel. That yeah. uh, I had to tell my little guy, I mean, Ryan, he, I mean, it's tears all the way home. Oh, man. Joanna, who yeah, was I already can't. in bed because oh. she had to work early that morning. She's the one who takes him to bed because he's needing some mom time. Um, but, I, you know, the following morning, him and I talked. And I said, remember, oh. buddy, I said, we've seen half the story. Half yeah. the story. And I said, can I, can I encourage the reasonableness and can I encourage my son? There's another Spider-Man. Yeah. And he goes, Easy. and James goes, oh yeah. And, and he goes, oh, yeah. he says, but he goes, it's going to be like three years until the next Avengers. I said, buddy, it's next summer. And he goes next summer. Oh, oh, okay. It's like, oh, okay. And I said, I said, we only saw half of a buddy. And I said, I'm with you. I said, my yeah. heart's broken. I said, I said, I have a feeling. I said, Spidey will be back. And he goes, well, then and he goes, and I so hope let's so. be reasonable. And it right? doesn't, like, so let's be reasonable about, and it doesn't okay, take yeah. away the impact of the death no. at all. No. And, you know, I know we're going really long reasonableness, but I feel that you're in it with us on this one because there's so much to unpack. 
Ryan, what we saw in Infinity War, and man, we could go another three or four hours on this easily. Probably. What, what we saw in this movie is this incredible attachment that we had to these characters. All yeah. the way from someone who just was recently introduced in Spider-Man, right? Only two years ago in Civil War. Yeah. To long-standing characters like Bucky that we got in the first yeah. Avenger, right? Yeah. To again, T'Challa, who was just introduced again in Civil War. By the way, he'll be back because we know there's going to be another Black Panther, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that all of these deaths, even if it was a quote-unquote minor character like like Mantis, or um, I guess you could maybe make the case for Wanda being a secondary character or Falcon. They all meant something and we all felt it. And the way Falcon, the way he just kind of crashed to the ground and then just, yeah. and then, then you got Rhodes looking for him. Yeah. You got War Machine right behind him. Cause they were partnered. They were partnered. They were the aerial the coverage. Fight. They were the aerial coverage yeah, during the battle. Were, yeah. And then you got Rhodes in, still in the suit. Like, and then looking you think, is, dude, is, that, is he next? Is he going to dust inside the suit? And then the, cause that's what I was thinking. It's like, dude, Rhodes is going to dust and the armor is just going to like kind of just, Crumple go, go over limp, or something right? or just or just stand and just kind of stand and open there. it up and there's nothing yeah. in there like the helmet opens up yeah. and there's nothing in there so you got Rhodes looking for falcon and he has no idea that he just dusted in front of him right right yeah we had an attachment to all these characters and oh yeah this is what the dceu has failed to do is make us care completely about everybody let this yeah. be a lesson to anybody going forward who wants to create shared universe. This is how it's done. And we're not going to spiral into this asinine DC versus Marvel argument, but this no. is how you do it. This is how you break people's hearts. When we came out mm. of the theater, dude, so it's about 925, 935, something like that. The next showing is already lined up. This theater is busting. They were showing, I think, all the way up to like, I think, 1 a.m. They were having showings. Yeah. And people are falling out of this theater just like quiet as church mice. You got kid Movie ended silence. Yeah. You got kids crying. You got adults rubbing their eyes. James is just... <laughs> I mean, he's like got his head down because oh, he's embarrassed because no, he's crying. Buddy. And you've got these people looking at us coming out and they're like, oh, you can just read their faces like, oh, and my eyes met another dad yeah, who was there with his two kids. And we kind of, we kind of yeah. did this. He looked at me with this, like, I know reasonable as you can't see me, but kind of like this really. And I just went the, the, the dad, the wide like, yeah, like, get, get ready, ready. get like, ready, dad. Okay. Yeah. Just, just have them sit in your lap. Yeah, the entire get ready, movie, dad. They're going to end up there and mm -hmm, yeah, the, the, <laughs> they're going to be there. The popcorn's not going to taste so good in about two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you know, and, and that's the thing. So when we think about like who got dusted, right. And you kind of, we start kind of looking through the names and we start looking through the roster Ooh, I know, of right? one who's still alive, right. Who's still alive and who's dusted OG. and we, and yeah. And, and I'm seeing, okay, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the original lineup OG plus war machine plus war machine. Yep. I'm look, we're looking at the original lineup that's still alive, which was something that when we think about the franchise and it's like, and I know you want to stay inside of a movie. You know what I mean? You want to, you want to live in that, the disbelief you right. You want to, you want to make sure that it's like, man, I need, I need to absorb this. 
you and I are too close to it. We can't, we can't do that. Yeah. Like, it's just, we're too close to it. We know, we know the contracts have been written. We know the, the movies are being lined up for directors. Yeah. Like we know yeah. this, right? And, and when you look at the lineup and you're going, man, I'm looking at OG right now. I'm looking at the original team. Yep. Well, you know, where's Hawkeye, right? We're still looking for Hawkeye. Well, Hawkeye yeah, the, the two team. notables were Scott Lang and Clint Barton. Yeah, and Ant-Man basically and, yeah. that was answers with, they took a plea bargain so they could be under house arrest. Right. And we do know yeah. that um, Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, the events of that movie are going to take place before and then lead yeah, into lead up. Uh, the events of, of Infinity War. So don't be yeah. surprised if we see dusting I saw, happen in that movie. There's going to be some dusting. It might, yeah. yeah. So the the and I, I saw a really funny gif of uh, Thanos putting the power stone, putting a stone into the gauntlet, and you see uh, Ant Man pop it out and run across the gauntlet, <laughs> 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 like he was just hiding underneath the. Oh, I got, got it. it. And he's just holding it above. He's his running head. with it. He's just running. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, oh, uh, and we do know that Hawkeye for, is going to be in the next yeah. one. It, they they have said yeah, that yeah, he yeah, will yeah. be there. That yeah, he's not. Yeah, out. He's, he's busy. He's busy playing tag right yeah. now. So, um, and or and what's interesting <laughs> but, is how did what happened to Scott and Clint's families? Yeah, with again, like a lot of you know, we saw Nick Fury and Hill get dusted. Like half of Earth has been dusted. It's it's it, it's literally going you know, to affect everybody someone's going to be affected. Yeah, it's going to be affected everybody. So, you know, so we still have those guys coming up and and we start looking at the roster of like, okay, who's left and who did we identify as like our new Avengers, right? We knew Cap was going to be going away. We knew, you know, obviously we saw um, uh, Chris Evans, his contract is essentially up. Um, Chris Evans? Oh yeah, Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. We get a lot of Chris's in the MCU. Hemsworth, Helmsworth. Yeah, Hemsworth. So like all these, you know, all the, all phase one, phase one to Avengers, like their contracts are, are up right now. Like they're, they're, these are their last movies. We know that. Um, and it's like the dusting happened to literally every single character that would go in to replace them inside of like a new Avengers that we might get actually branded a new Avengers lineup. Um, that we've been kind of room that you and I have been speculating about and, and going forward. So it's like, okay, either one of two things are happening. Either all those contracts have been complete rumor and they've been in, and we've been literally living inside of a lie that they're going to end the franchise at 10 years and say, this was a fantastic, fantastic story. And if they book ended honest to God, man, if they book ended this franchise with Avengers, you know, infinity gauntlet, at the end, what an incredible collection oh, of stories. what a ride! No, no complaints. What an incre- no complaints. Oh yeah, I would of course. Who you know? Every time a series ends, we always want more, right? We did the same thing with Breaking Bad. We want more. We get Better Call Saul, which to be honest is really it is good. good. It but, is good, but it's not but Breaking. We, you Bad. know, it's like we we want those we want those universes. We want to live inside those universes over and over and over again. Um, you know, the Harry Potter series for Harry Potter fans is another really good example of having a stretch of eight movies or some sorry seven movies, eight movies, um, and then wanting more and we get you know the additional fantastic beasts mm. and stuff like that so it, you know wanting more of this story but it's just not as good it's just not as sweet it's just not as tasty um and if they book into this series next year and they said thank you 
Thank you, thank you. This has been a wonderful ride, and the dustings are permadeaths, and we see the death of the Avengers uh, in the end of Infinity Gauntlet or whatever next year's movie would be. Like, what an ending, right? Like, what a bookend, what an ending. Now, but we know there's other movies. I don't on believe tab. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. Number one, they're making one, too much money, you, man. You're, you're, not- yeah, you're you're trying to talk Disney into not making <laughs> right uh, two hundred and sixty-seven million dollars in a weekend. Uh, yeah, uh, that yeah. beat out. Uh, that finally overtake that finally did the overtake of Force Awakens, which has been the mm-hmm. Disney film to beat. Uh, Avengers: Infinity War beat it by ten million. And there's no better movie um, to do it. And there's, yeah, there's really no, nope. better, you're right. I on have spot no, on that, as, so. as a, as a diehard star Wars fan, I have no complaints yeah. that this movie unseated it. Yeah. Nope. 200, uh, the Avengers, oh, I'm sorry. Force awakens was 247. Infinity war is 257. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and what a, what a, what a, what a fantastic way to go. Yep. Um, did you, did you but, see the, uh, the tweet that Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm sent? Marvel Studios. Oh, the baton. Yeah, the baton. Ray handing the lightsaber uh, into the, the lightsaber Infinity Gauntlet. To Tony. Yeah. Or to Tony. Well, was, yeah, no, to that Tony, was Tony. Yeah, yeah it was Tony's mm-hmm. hand. Um, the, the Iron Man uh, uh, armor. So what a way to do it. And we, and, but that's the thing. So when we think about like the possibilities and here comes the speculation talk, right? Like we know who's left and who is left is essentially the old team. The original Avengers. You know, plus Rocket and a few people. Plus, the original Avengers um, plus two. That we know Plus a couple. Uh, War Machine and Ant Man, if he makes it, yeah. which I, yeah, I think Paul Ant-Man Rudd is which, on the credit list for Avengers Four, which I th- well they all are, you know they all they all, yeah he was on the credit list for, for, for Infinity War, list. but he wasn't in it. Yeah, so his scenes may have been cut. Yeah, I guess true. you know yeah. so. Um, you know, he didn't really push the power stone. No, that still would have been funny. But, <laughs> but anyway, so the speculation starts, right? The speculation starts of like, what could happen in infinity gauntlet that we're not seeing infinity war. We're seeing maybe an exchange of life happen where we see the original team band together and figure out a way to exchange themselves for this replacement team that we've been talking about. We knew we'd see, we, or we've been speculating that we would see, um, you know, obviously Rhodey would, we thought Rhodey would take over uh for tony when he when tony decided to step away we thought bucky would take over for cap when cap stepped away um we know shuri was a uh, spot-on replacement for the tech and the brains um and, and, and we don't know and we don't know if she things. made it well, yeah we, we don't know where she we don't at. know if she made it um and so we, we had all these replacements at mind, right? And we and, and it's just like okay, like our replacements are there. So like next year, are we that is that what we're gonna see? Are we gonna see the full sacrifice of this current team make a deal, make some sort of you know bargain? Is there a bargaining? Is there a bargain to be made? And with who that they could simply you know take us and bring them back? because they will be able to carry the rest of this forward. They will be able to continue defending earth and avenging what's going on and being the new Avengers. And we'll get that branding. You know, I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, I mean, obviously we don't know, but it's like, that's, uh, there's, there's going to be an exchange there or there has to, or they're in a different dimension or, uh, you know, Dr. Strange, if he's in a different dimension right now, he has the understanding of how to navigate that theory he, he you know what very I mean? well could have astral projected out of his body when it dusted 
It didn't seem like it, but yeah. But, it, but then again, though, the astral projection out depends on the physical body living. So like you still have yeah, to have a physical yeah. body. So if we, yeah, there's so many options and, and seeing all the characters that got dusted, um, again, I, I, you know, I'm, and I'm with you, John, we, we both don't think they're permadeaths. Obviously, uh, we do think there are substantial permadeaths yeah, that did happen yeah. in, in, in this movie for sure. Everybody before the snap is gone. Um, I believe vision would be permanently gone and we'll see Juan to deal with that. Um, there is a possibility that he does come back. We talked about that. Yeah, that, that I think of, that I think of those four technology that could, he's got the strongest possibility to return. He's, you know, obviously because he's, he's an Android essentially, and he can, there's some reanimation possibilities with him that, that, that may, you know, may be repowered to be, you know, kind of come back. He may not remember. He could Wanda. have. He, he may not remember. And, and that, that did happen um, in the comics. I mean, there, there have been times where yeah. a vision uh, has died and he doesn't remember his past. Could, you know, essentially right, right. because he's built off of Jarvis. Could he have uploaded yeah. somewhere? Uh, there, there's a number of things. Yeah. If we. So, yeah, there, there's a couple things I think we can look at uh, as we're looking to, to kind of wrap this up. Um, yeah. If we were to return to the Holy Scriptures of the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, <laughs> chapter 10, verse 3, uh, there are two extremely powerful individuals that we have been introduced to very cursory uh, throughout the MCU. Uh, well, talk to us, John. One, talk, tell us. Preach, yes, John. Preach. Yes. One is eternity. Uh, we saw Peter yep. view eternity in Guardians, volume 2. Uh, I will encourage you guys, just if you don't have a copy of the Infinity Gauntlet um, sitting around, just Google search Marvel Eternity uh, to, give an, to give a look at what yeah. that character looks like. You, you see kind of an outline of that in Guardians Volume 2 when, you know, Quill's eyes kind of and he's like, I see oh, Eternity. So cool. That's such a cool effect. Yeah. And we also saw in that very same movie another group of incredibly powerful individuals called the watchers. Yep. Now the, the, you have the watcher and then you have the watchers. Now the goal of the watcher is to just observe and never get involved. Now, easier said than done. The watcher has got involved in various cases. And in the infinity gauntlet, the celestials plus Galactus plus eternity plus the watchers band together to fight Thanos as well too. Yeah. Now Galactus is off the table, at least for now, because that belongs to 20th century Fox and his incredible portrayal in the second fantastic four spot on exactly who Galactus is a big fart cloud in space. Celestials <laughs> have been referenced and, yeah. and seen in a flashback. Okay. We know that nowhere has obviously they go back to even they go back to, to nowhere, go, right? It was, was the celestial head of a celestial. Right. Yeah. We know that the games master is a celestial because he hints. He's like, someone asked how long he's been around at one point. He just kind of goes, mm, yeah. yeah, he just kind of dismisses that. But the collector was dealt with and the games master and the collector are brothers. So he may not, he not may not play a part. And we also have the potential for death still kind of floating around. Yep. Okay. So we have those. Who is on the same level as eternity. Correct. Correct. Uh, and then I also mentioned, you know, the potential of Hela as well too. The goddess yeah. of death. 
I like the way she says goddess. Adam Warlock could make, you know, we have yeah. Adam Warlock now in the potential. It, that's a that's a long it shot. Is, that that one's an incredible most, yeah. long shot. In the Infinity Gauntlet, Warlock is the one who uh, finally gets the glove. Well, actually, it's Nebula who gets the glove off of Thanos. She goes mad. Uh, and then it's <clears throat> Warlock who ends up with it. And he makes a pledge. And he undoes everything. Uh, and he makes a pledge that, uh, you know, he will not abuse uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. So, I mean, we've got those really outlandish possibilities. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to throw all those out just because they've been hinted at. Uh, in rewatching yeah. Doctor Strange, we also see that as he, as the Ancient One shows him all the different realms, he does visit the quantum realm. He sees it. He passes through it. How does that yeah. play a part? Right? Uh, who knows? Or it could have just been simply just another link to show that Strange and Ant-Man exist together in a shared yeah. universe. Who knows? That's another thing. So if you think you're having a bad day, just remember that, uh, uh, what is it? Aunt, who, oh yeah, Mrs. Gosh. Pym is still, Mrs. she's Pym still lost in the quantum realm. still alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> still and alive. she's shrinking, alone. shrinking, 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 shrinking forever in the quantum realm. And is getting infinitely smaller and has been that way since 1984. Yeah. So that's so if you think you're having a bad day, that really stinks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's not good. She's still alive, yeah. shrinking infinitely <laughs> smaller since 84. And I got to say <laughs> that, um, you know, I, I applaud, you know, Marvel studios. They have decided for this year's comic con, they will show nothing yeah. for yeah, Avengers good. four. Uh, we may get the title. If anything, Potentially, yeah, they probably get relieved the, the title, t- yeah, re- yeah, reveal the title. And to that, yeah. I say, you know, awesome, awesome. There is so much that happened in this movie that I, I don't even really want to start thinking about the next one. And I got to tell you, Ryan, I, I'm not really, I'm not really sitting on the edge of my seat, going, "Oh, I can't wait, I can't wait." I'm like, you know what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, there was so much going on in this that I'm okay with the wait. I'm okay with the wait. It's an exciting wait, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, so, wow, man. We, we went really long, guys. Probably our longest show. One of our longest. But, ones, you know, yeah. we think you guys are cool with it. Got to say, you know, was this what we were looking for? I got to say, yeah. I, I, did not, yeah. I did not walk out of this movie going, oh, boy, fail. Oh, brother. You know, you've got some dorks that are doing it. And, and it all, again, it's the last Jedi syndrome because it didn't go like you thought it was going to go. We needed Luke Skywalker yeah. in the trailer for this one. Also going, yeah. things are not going to turn out the way you think. <laughs> yeah. You know, they warned you in the trailer, nerds, that it wasn't going to. And um, I got to say, you know, very much like the last Jedi, uh, it was terribly wonderful terrible that i didn't get exactly what i wanted but it's so wonderful and what it gave me and um i gotta say man you know in a lot of ways i think the mcu is is quickly becoming um the new star wars in a lot of people's minds and deservedly so man it's deserving the accolades and to james cameron i say this there is no such thing as avengers fatigue my friend it doesn't exist Uh. It, 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 and also, as, we're not excited for avatars. Two you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing: is people love great storytelling, and yeah, I could understand that if these movies just gradually declined. Okay, just gradually declined. Yeah, but they're not. 
they're not. There, there, there have yeah. been some potholes. There have been some potholes. There's been a couple sure. speed bumps. There's been a couple of huh along the way, but nothing that has derailed it. And so clearly, moviegoers aren't feeling Avengers fatigue. No. And I agree with you, Ryan. If they were to end everything with Avengers Part Four, you know, hey, dudes loved it. I I don't think we've wow. seen the ending. Uh, I agree with what, where you're going. No. I think we'll see you know a quote unquote new Avengers. And as long as yeah. great stories are being told, as long as people are going to see these movies and reacting in the way that they are with genuine yeah. affection and emotion, we'll continue to see great movies. For everybody else and every other studio that is thinking about putting a, a comic book character on film, you don't have to replicate what the MCU did because that probably wouldn't work. You just have to tell You great have stories. to tell great stories and you have to make us care. DC, you've made us care at times, but then at other times, you, you really haven't. Uh, Sony, you've, you got, you've got Valiant on deck. These are great characters, Bloodshot and Ninjack and Shadow Man. These are great characters. You got to make us care. You can't just throw yeah. them up on the screen and say people are going to love it. Sony, you can't just throw Venom up on the screen and tell me I'm going to love it. You got to make me care. And that's what Marvel did with yeah. over 20 movies the, uh, in 10 yeah. years, which is crazy, yeah. dude. Over 20 movies in 10 years. That's, that's outrageous. You made us care with each, even though some were better than others, you still made us care with each individual movie. Yep. Yeah, well done. Um, I think it would be, we'd honor our topic today by not muddling the rest of the conversation with other things that may be happening in the news right nope. now for comic No, nope. we will hit all that I next time around, man. We will. we will definitely hit all that next time around. There's a lot of stuff to still talk about. Um, but, you know, uh, I, uh, I echo, you know, obviously, John, we, we agree on a lot of things, man, and that's definitely one of them where we just want to care about these things. And, and Marvel has done a fantastic job, and Marvel and Disney have done a fantastic job in ensuring that the uh, the quality of these characters have, you know, for better or worse, honestly been pretty consistent. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, throughout the last ten years, um, starting with uh, you know, there's some awesome. I think it was we just hit the ten year anniversary um, mark uh, the other day with with Iron Man, the official ten year anniversary, um, which uh, which was just you know wonderful to see a lot of those memories pop up, and they were posting a lot of behind the scenes photos of Iron Man and uh, like where this all started, and uh, and here we are. You know, it could. It, the the culture of comic books and the culture of you know how comic books have made it into the mainstream are just beyond what I you know either one of us could ever have thought as comic book fans um, and it's a lot because of great storytelling happened and made people care so at the risk of of, of echoing literally everything that was just said by John <laughs> um, I think I'm all set John are you all set I am ready. I'm sad. All right. Well, steady. Steady. Right. Mr. Mr. O'Farrell, I don't feel so good. <laughs> steady. <laughs> All right. This has been Reasonable Fanboys. My name is Ryan. I am John. Have a great one.